Well, cool, man. Um, should I do like an official? Yeah, one? we need to do like a, an official like, what up, guys? This is Jason and Drew. Or, or Drew and Jason. Jason and Drew. Jason and Drew. With the After Church podcast. Yeah. I, I just like, a, I, we have to do that, bro, because it's just like, I mean, we can go in. Yeah. You know, we can make it our own, you know, start talking to me because it doesn't really matter. It's just me and you here. It's not yeah. nobody else. Just, you know, thousands of people joining and listening. Yeah. You know, like they just fell into the conversation with us. Brothers and sisters, we like to welcome you to the After Church Podcast. Thank you, Jesus. Here we go, here we go, here we go. For all our million fans, thank you very much for joining us this morning. <laughs> oh, you're way more generous. I thought I started with a thousand. Or tens of millions. We don't want to, yeah. We want people to know that we have millions of followers out there. Thank you very much for coming and uh, joining us today on the video of uh, the After Church Podcast. I'm here with Drew, my boy. He's my friend. I love him. And I'm J-Flo. And the his out. In repping, the, the, uh, repping the Spurs, San Antonio, two one zero. We in the two one zero. And Drew's representing some Asian shirts, probably. I don't <laughs> Asian know. Shirts, <laughs> not even close. <laughs> not even man. close. It's Haynes, bro. Haynes, shout out for a possible uh, a sponsorship. Sponsorship. There. <laughs> Spurs, if you want to come up and uh, you know throw a little ten dollar donation, I'll, I'll take it, bro. Yeah, yeah I'm telling you, going to do live. We have to do live on YouTube next time, bro. Yeah. Because no, I, sure. want, I want people to wake up and be like, oh, I wonder what the After Church podcast is doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they, they tune into us. They tune into us, and then they're like, you know what? I feel the Lord to donate to this group. Yeah. And then the God moves in mysterious ways, and you're just donating $100 or maybe $200. Thousands. Thousands of dollars. Of but, $1 but, bills. But even if you have, one million, if you have 1 million followers, <laughs> hey, throw in a buck. Yeah. A dollar helps us out. Helps this podcast out, out, guys, and we bring you great, great, great comedy, (laughs) (laughs) quality comedy, quality comedy, entertainment, safe, family friendly, PG, yeah, or even G because PG is it's it's, you don't even need a parent. It's yeah, you don't need your parents. No guidance whatsoever. Kids, (laughs) just just go ahead and just send you a dollar. <laughs> Go into your parents' Go wallet your, yes. and get the secret code. <laughs> <off>. <laughs> your Cash App, we have Cash App. Everything's yeah. all there. Just send it to us. But make sure your parents know about it. <laughs> Great intro, bro. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, bro. Hey, I used to make, oh my goodness. Okay, talking about that, right? Uh-huh. So I was like a big wrestling fan. Was. I mean, Wait, which era? Like WWE? Like WWF. Uh, Before this whole WWE started, you know, it was WWF and all that stuff. And they had this hotline where you can call and speak to the wrestlers. And of course, they're probably just recorded lines and recorded, you know, messages and all that stuff. Well, I learned how to use the phone and call the WWE or WWF at the time. Because mm-hmm. I wanted to talk to Hulk Hogan, bro. Hulk Hogan was my man. I love that guy. He's just waiting on the phone. He's like, oh, yeah. Until someone like calls. Jason is going to call me in about five minutes, <laughs> yeah. and I need to stay by this phone line because uh-huh. I need to talk to him. So that's how important I was, you know? So, dude, I actually went and actually got, you know, they had the the telephone number. Make sure, you know, you call this number, you know, and then you have that little 
You make sure your parents know, you know? Yeah. And I didn't know that. I was like, dude, I want to talk to my wrestler, bro. Uh-huh. So I called it up and I was like, hey. And I was like, oh, it was just a recording. So I hang up, hang up. Dude, I called literally maybe like three or four times. Like, <laughs> but then like there's some times where it was just like, and then all of a sudden my dad was like, what are these charges on my phone, Bill? <laughs> dude, you, they got you, bro, with yeah. the phone line, you know? They knew that was going to happen. That's, yeah. I mean, they made their money, bro. That's what's happening right now, bro, with um, video games and microtransactions. Uh-huh. You just hook up your parents' account and then you just buy, buy, buy. That's crazy, dude. And it's all for like fake digital stuff. It's like, oh, I want my character to wear a hat. <laughs> 2,000 V-Bucks. And it's like, that equates to $20, you know? It's just it's crazy. I, well, this, or, or I saw one video that this girl, actually, it was a son, uh, had a, used his dad's tablet but since his dad's tablet had like the pizza login for Domino's, uh-huh so all his information is on there some people you know they just like to leave their payment information it's just hey quick order pizza and then you know you're good so you know it's just convenient for you well this kid ended up like wanting like pizza and didn't tell his dad <laughs> like all of a sudden the, yeah the pizza <laughs> delivery guy's at the front door and he's yeah, just yeah. knocking he's just like hey domino's and the guy's just domino's if you want to go ahead and sponsor this podcast yeah. as well we're mentioning here <laughs> just every company we mentioned <laughs> Here, bro. Just come out of the bathroom. Charmin. Charmin. <laughs> just went to the bathroom. Yeah. Your, your product's great. Yeah. Super soft. <laughs> Super soft. Very, very soft. <laughs> so, so check this out. So the guy like brings the pizza. He's like, sir, did you order, you know, you have a delivery? He's like, no. Like, and he's like, John, did you order pizza? He's like, yes. I'm like, how did you order? He, oh my God. They ordered it from my tablet, bro. He ordered like two big, large pizzas and everything like that. Yeah. He's like, well, I already, you know, he's already paid for them. So I might as well take them. <laughs> Just accept it. Yeah. Dude. And then the other little girl, I think for like for Christmas too, or like she ended up like going to Amazon. Her mom had her Amazon account mm-hmm. open and I think on her phone or her tablet and she ended up going and she was ordering all these toys, bro. And Amazon brought like five, six, seven boxes of toys that they she had ordered. Dude, I was just like, no way, bro. That's bro. I'm not saving my payment information. My kids are too smart. Bro, so PSA, <laughs> make sure you uh, two-factor authentication for all your purchases. Yeah. So you, you got to use your like bio ID or a passcode and your kids won't be able to buy stuff. Unless they learn that. Then while you're sleeping, <laughs> they take your thumb, you know, and they're just like pushing it against the phone. There we go. There's my five PS5s for Christmas. <laughs> We're good. You're yeah. set, Mom. You don't have to worry about Christmas. Yeah, Santa's going to bring it to us in an Amazon truck. <laughs> Dude, you know, we live by an Amazon warehouse now. I saw that. Did you see that? I did see that. I didn't know how big it was, too. I was just Ginormous. like. I was driving down the street. I still have to wait two days for stuff, though. Because <laughs> it's right down the it's street. Like, I'm just going like, to go there out. and get it myself. You know? <laughs> why, can't I just, why can't you just? I mean, you, sh- you should be able to get stuff from. No, my stuff's coming from China. It's stuck in those shipping containers. Oh, yeah. What were you saying? Sorry. I, no, no, no. Well, actually, so like on like on Tuesdays, they have like ladies' prayer at the church. So I drop off, you know, my wife mm-hmm. for ladies' prayer, and I have my son with me. So you know, we just got to kind of like kill time for two hours. You know, we'll go to the store. You know, we'll have breakfast, go to the store, and then. So I was driving down that street right there where the Amazon warehouse was, and I was just like, oh, you know, mobile home park. This, oh, I remember this over here, and then just this giant, like, gigantic, huge warehouse of Amazon. I was just yeah. like, where did this come from? Like overnight, bro. Dude, they just like build that. Like, I didn't even know that they were building stuff there, bro. You, what you need to do, you probably saw it. Just drive over there around like six a.m. Uh-huh. and you'll just see like 
a whole uh, like fleet of caravan, a fleet of Amazon trucks, trucks just going out. That's crazy, bro. And then I, I think they do that program too, where like individuals mm-hmm. can go and sign up to pa- um, pack it or uh, deliver some of those packages too. I did. I signed up for that. Well, not with Amazon because they. I think you can use actually your like your own personal vehicle. Like yeah, that's you, what they do. Yeah, if you have you, like you a, see like people's cars lined up. Yeah, they have like an SUV. Um, I think I think because I even I signed up for that one time too, but it was kind of weird. I don't know. I've never really actually tried it because I'm like, oh, I don't have a huge like van or I don't have like a. They say you need a large sedan, so I'm like, what's a large sedan? You know, nowadays it's like I rather just you probably just need a van or a truck to haul all this stuff. And um, yeah, yeah. yeah, dude, they, they you can pick up like twenty packages or like thirty packages, whatever they have for like a certain area. And they pay you for like for delivery for those, so you're not really working for Amazon, but you're still like able yeah. to get paid to to do that. It's really clever. I mean, I think because there's those packages that uh, logistically, really, the only way they can get to you that quickly, you'd have to find like kind of small uh, means without having to pay UPS or something. So I know yeah. Amazon tries to bypass that, and so it's it's a, it's a clever method and gives people an opportunity to earn money. I'm surprised Amazon hasn't taken over like FedEx and UPS. They're, dude, have you seen? Okay, so there's this. Um, well, I know they're, they're. I mean, I know that they're at least delivering some of their packages because they're probably going through UPS or FedEx. But it's bigger than that, bro. I think it's they're about bigger. to surpass them because they actually have like an airline fleet now uh-huh. dedicated to just Amazon packaging. Yeah, for Prime. Yeah, they have. They started making their own business program for like people to to be the delivery endpoints. Mm-hmm. So they're they're already pushing UPS and and USPS out of the out of the door because it's sort of a bad thing too because they're un, they mm-hmm. want to undercut them mm-hmm. right so the only way UPS can compete is they have to start underpaying their own drivers and and they're like I think UPS is under um they have like they're like union workers yeah my brother so has certain my brother's a driver for them for UPS he's been doing it forever though yeah so that's what I'm saying is like Amazon. In order to get the prices that we want, they have to like drop prices and drop yeah. wages, and so that's one of the kind of the bad sides of. I just I see like commercials on YouTube of people are like, "Oh, I make fifteen dollars an hour from Amazon, and I love my you know it's just like fifteen bucks an hour, like you're getting gypped. <laughs> you should be making twenty bucks at least an hour to for the work that they're doing for the work yeah. they're doing, yeah, because it's just a lot, dude, and and people. I don't very, I don't know. I don't order very much from from the internet. I just, I don't even like my payment information online. It's just again, I don't want my daughter ordering pizza or in the middle of the night. You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. weird. It's just, you know, it's I don't, I don't know. But I guess it's just convenience for everybody. Just like, hey, I want something from somewhere. You know, people don't even go to the malls anymore because they just shop online. That you know? that is a, a fun social experiment, bro. Or just not an even experiment. Just like an, a whole observation day. If you wanted to go, go to a mall. Mm-hmm. Like on a weekday, yeah, it's nobody there. It's it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's, it's eerie. It's very very eerie. Isn't you got all these people like working there, but like like they're expecting like hundreds of people to roll in, but they're like, no, like you're probably gonna have like maybe two customers today. Like just calm down, you know. Yeah. But they're actually working on like packaging stuff there. So like you know they while they have inventory there at their stores. You know, they're like, well, if this person, you know, in this area orders from this, you know, from that particular store, but they're ordering this product and that store has it, they're actually packaging that stuff. Or like my, my wife, when she, whenever she orders stuff from online, you know, she, it, it, instead of having to pay for shipping, she just has it, the order shipped to the store and that's free. You can just pick it up, you know? 
That's actually something that um, I've heard that Amazon is planning on uh-huh. or that people theorize that they might actually end up doing is buying out the malls mm-hmm. and then turning them into order fulfillment um, for, uh, for locations. But then they use the storefronts for like individual um, sellers online. So like you could be a seller in Arizona and buy mall space in Texas. Mm-hmm. And so everything you deliver to Texas people could be delivered to that store and then be distributed from there if they don't want to wait or go to the building. It's pretty smart. So it is still, in a sense, they'll actually revitalize the mall, but it'll all be under the Amazon branding. Oh, dude, that's just yeah. crazy, bro. Yeah, Amazon's just taking over, bro. Yeah, we're all just going to... Jeff Bezos, our overlord, you know. Amazon, if you also want to sponsor uh, the After yeah. Podcast, <laughs> <laughs> we would love for you to come by and uh, yeah. check up our check our studio, Mr. Bezos, if you want to come in. Bezos? Yeah, I saw this funny Jeff. TikTok. <laughs> uh, Jeff Bezos goes to a classroom, uh-huh. and the caption is like, uh, pretending to laugh at all his jokes, uh, <laughs> just in case he has a spare million to give me today. <laughs> And so he's in the classroom like, oh, your teacher's real good. And he's like, ah, 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 like slapping his knee. He's good. He's good. He's good. Yeah. He's like, y'all actually learning here, guys? He's like, oh, no, we don't learn nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Just give me a million dollars. Dude, that is money, bro. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Making money like crazy, bro. It's, it's, It's an unreal amount of money, bro. Um, Someone did like a calculation. <clears throat> and um, I, I don't know the exact numbers, but I remember the, the analogy they gave was that uh, buying a Lamborghini for him at his wealth rate uh-huh. is the equivalent of us buying a coffee. <laughs> so, like, when you have that amount no. of money, what do you what do you desire that you can't just already get? That's weird. right? I mean, you would, you would just like. You want to do something. You can't even buy anything because you're just like, well, I already have the money to buy it. You know, it's just like whatever. Yeah. Him I mean, and Bill Gates are like the the largest landowners in the U.S. right now. Gosh. They just buy stuff because they don't, you know. Besides Walmart? No, Walmart. Even Walmart, it's like. Well, the thing for Walmart is it's spread out amongst his children. But even now that the Walton family, they just like, they're actually split up too. It used to be where the Walton family was the primary family that was making all that money you know mm-hmm. but then i think that after that i don't know i think there was some like some beef there with some with their brothers brothers and sisters i don't know what's going on there but, but they ended up splitting up but they still ended up like owning a piece of walmart so yeah. they're still getting made they're still getting paid get that walmart money bro yeah we need that after church podcast money bro yeah bro bro the after church podcast money we're now we're, this is this is all for I'm you not guys even a- this is for everybody. This is for everybody out there. You know, yeah. it's just it's not for us. We love what we do. Yeah. So by <laughs> after church podcast money, he means um, Chipotle gift cards. Yes. And, um, HB gift cards. You know, coupons are welcome. Gas cards <laughs> yeah. to get to the studio. Hey, that's real. <laughs> uh, Joe Biden's supposed to bail us out of the gas situation here shortly. Oh yeah. We're gonna be taking care of it. It's okay, bro. What, what did he do? I don't know the technical. I don't know. Where I stopped watching that stuff already, bro. Yeah, that's true. I don't even know what's his rating. I always just see like, oh, Jeff, Joe Biden's rating approval, job employment stuff, and it's just like, uh. yeah. And then people are like, well, of course, all these liberal and democratic people are just like, well, you know, he's been doing great and this and that. I'm like, mm, okay, sure. You know, that's your call. <laughs> when if you ever want to do an uh, analysis of politics i I heard this uh professor he talked about the the origin of the word politics Mm -hmm. 
it's a it's a two it's a compound word uh first part being poly which means many or multiple uh-huh. And the ticks <laughs> are blood sucking, blood sucking le- leeches. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all you need to know about politics, um, yeah, bro. I don't know, man. It, I think this government is just taking a lot, taking control of a lot of stuff, man. But who cares? I mean, I'm not in it for the government right now. Yeah. A minute to make the Lord. Mm. Mm, come on now. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Why don't you preach with that a little bit? Let's pray. Let's pray. <laughs> Father God, we just ask you, Father God. Father God, Father. thank you for this food, Lord God. <laughs> it just always goes back to food. It's always food. So thank you, Jesus, for this food. Let it be a nourishment for our bodies. Mm-hmm. It's like a mound of food. <laughs> like, Lord, bless it. Make it nourishing and actually, you know, not damage my organs. Eating a fat burger. <laughs> God's in heaven just like, oh, my oh, God. God. That's no, a tall bro. order. <laughs> you want me to make that nourishing? <laughs> I was like, all things are possible through him, but this time it's not possible. Do you put the burger down? Yeah. Listen to me Listen. while you pray. <laughs> Don't eat the whole burger. <laughs> eat you half hear, at least. You hear a voice. You're like, no. <laughs> I don't receive it. You're like, get thee behind me, Satan. <laughs> My mic fell. That's crazy. Oh, bro. I'm sorry. It's all good. It's all good, though. We didn't catch on camera. I want a burger, though. <laughs> oh, How was Thanksgiving, bro? It was good, man. Yeah? Yeah. Hope we all had a good Thanksgiving. I, I know I did. Yes, guys. Happy Thanksgiving from the uh, After Church podcast. Love you guys. Hope you guys had excellent time with your family as well. And thank you for inviting us because I didn't get a phone call. Oh, uh, bro. No, Two-way bro. street, dude. That's true. Yeah, where was my invite? No, I know. I want some ham and some green bean casserole, bro. Oh, yes. Oh, on the subject of Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Favorite side dish. Oh, man. That's tough, though. I, I, I do love green bean casserole because, I don't know, something about that green bean casserole and then the onion, you know, the French, crunchies. Crunchies on onion, bro. It's, it's, it's everything. I love it, bro. But you can't put, okay. So like, and you read the directions, it's very simple to make green bean casserole. If you don't know how to make green, green bean casserole, you're just like, you should learn how to <laughs> you should learn how. <laughs> green bean casserole. Yeah. I like green bean casserole. It's kind of different. You know, it's, it's crunchy. Mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes. You can have mashed potatoes with everything, you know, corn, the same way. But green bean casserole, I don't think anybody just pulls out green bean casserole for dinner. You know, they're just like, oh, let's make green bean casserole for with my steak. I'm not eating green bean casserole with steak. It only works for Thanksgiving. No, it's for Thanksgiving, you know. Like sweet potato, uh, like sweet potatoes. I can do, or is it uh, yams? They're the same thing, right? Yeah. Sweet potato yams, you know, with a little marshmallow on top. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you got like a mini stroke right there. <laughs> Jesus, that was Sweet Jesus, potatoes, bro. I'm telling you, man, we're about to have Thanksgiving up in this church and in this place right now. <laughs> church is wherever you're at, bro. Bro, it's including it, at the table. Hey, bro, we have to give thanks every day. You know what I'm saying? That's where people get it wrong, bro. They get it wrong. They, they just do like, oh, it's one day. No, no. Better is one day. Yeah, go ahead, bro. <laughs> Sorry, my brain like triggers. I'll hear a, a word and then it's a song that gets triggered in my brain. My wife's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you just start singing random songs. Yeah. Hey, I do the same thing too. Yeah. It's okay though. Yeah. I, I don't know, bro. I think green bean casserole. I love the green bean casserole. That's me, bro. Well, I was going to say the same thing. And the reason why it's, it's not exact. Like, so it, it's good, mm-hmm. but it is the most consistently good side dish of uh thanksgiving in my opinion like so when you go from house to house and different people that cook green bean casserole almost always is the same 
who no matter who cooks it because it's so simple. That's true. Yeah, but it, like those that follow directions correctly. Yeah, exactly. it should be okay. It's like, why is it so mushy? You know, <laughs> no, I've seen some like really really gravyish like green bean casserole. <laughs> like it calls for like three quarters of a cup, not like three cups of yeah. milk. It's like a soup. You're just mixing what, what, your beans. In okay, there. so what I also like about green bean casserole is this: sometimes there's some people that don't bring turkey gravy, or they they forget to make turkey gravy. And sometimes you know, you know, not everybody's perfect. You know, you get that dry turkey you know sometimes but you mix you mix that that dry turkey with green bean casserole because it's a you know the cream of mushroom and all that stuff yeah it it, it kind of moisturizes that turkey i don't know if that's the correct term <laughs> no moisturizes. cooking with jason and drew you want to make sure you moisturize, moisturize with green bean casserole <laughs> on your turkey you want to lubricate the- <laughs> lubricate oh. <laughs> Lubricate that turkey. <laughs> That's I don't know, bro. I, I it, it kind of it, it kind of is like it, it's like a like a stepping like a helping mech, you know helping side mechanism. dish mechanism type of side dish that helps it out. All right, Bill Nye. It's good, the bro. Science guy. Hey, bro. I, whenever it comes to Thanksgiving, you know I'm very serious about this. <laughs> it gets real, folks. Hey, I love it. Yeah, it's great. And it, you know, my wife not having to, you know, not having, but it couldn't not having gluten-free you know stuff i think mashed potatoes green bean casserole besides the french besides the onions because i think the onions are just battered in a you know different i think the batter the flour and all that stuff yeah. but it's it's i mean she's not gonna go crazy on that but she loves it yeah but i mean like dressing and then everybody's just like talking about their dressing so of course it's like dressing or it's uh what, what do they call it stuffing yeah so people are like, oh, well, my mom's better. Stuffing's better. Everybody, well, of course your mom's stuffing's better. You've eaten your mom's stuffing since your the beginning. Your taste buds are like yeah. accommodated to it. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to go to somebody else's house and be like, oh, the stuffing was kind of awful. Like maybe they like their stuffing because that's their family. You know, they've eaten that stuffing forever. You know, stuffing is hard, bro. It is. It's just cornbread stuffing. I mean, just, I know. No, it's not hard to make. It's hard to please everyone with it. Yeah. Because. That's probably the most contentious side dish of all of Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is stuffing like because everyone makes it slightly different. And it's never the same for me. Never. And so I'll eat it and like, oh, it's good this year. And then the following year, it'd be like it's Off. like eating a sponge, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or they put too much pepper or like they put, you know, some kind of seasoning that's like. Oh, it just overpowered it. Or sometimes, you know, you just get that bite where all that seasoning was in yeah. one spot. You, you know? get the special bite morsel. <laughs> oh, oh. I, I think I've seen the future. <laughs> it's good. Rosemary or whatever. I don't even know, bro. I'm just like, I don't make that stuff. My yeah. mom makes it. I'm just like, make it. And then like, I'll be happy. Yeah. Well, there are, there are years where I'll go to someone's house mm-hmm. or they bring the stuffing and it's like amazing. But because it's inconsistent, you know, at least in my in my experience, I've never had like stuffing that was consistently good every year. So okay, so talking about stuffing and dressing, right? So there's two different there's two different stuffings and dressings. Yeah, did I tell you that? Or no. do you know that already? No, no, no. Tell me. So stuffing, of course, is stuffing that's actually stuffed in the turkey itself. Yeah. So that's stuffing. So people that are like, oh, I want some stuffing. That's the stuffing you get. You get it from the you get the spoon. You go inside the turkey. You scoop out whatever you can scoop out, and then just eat. What's the benefit of that, though? What? What? Well, the added? juice, the juices, and all that stuff that you know from the turkey that you know it gets inside. It's just like its own little crock pot, you know, inside the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> and then the dressings, actual dressing, you know, you you make it on the side. It comes like a like a side dish, just like you know mashed potatoes and all that stuff. You make it. 
So that's that's a difference. Uh, I, got I think I remember talking about that one time. I had to I had to make a point. It, it was, was that important for me to read something and go to Google. It was a lecture you were giving at um, UTSA. Yeah, I think so. The importance between <laughs> cooking, with Jason. Yeah, cooking with, with Jason. Jason. <laughs> Lubricate. Lubricate and moisturize your stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross, man. That's gross. Oh, man. But I love Thanksgiving, bro. I look forward to Thanksgiving every yeah, year. Yeah, man. It's just awesome. Well, okay, so are you good with the sides? Because I, I think those are my tops. Cause it, yeah, I, I mean... It's you know what like there's some people that actually make like mac and cheese for sides and I you know what I've never had mac and cheese in our Thanksgiving what that's weird right you you know it's just not uh I don't know do you have mac and cheese yeah yeah no so my sister in law you know April right uh huh she, Wait, yeah she, I think that's I know like her. that's like <laughs> I think I know her you think you know her yeah <laughs> anyways she definitely listens to this podcast so she definitely goes to our church <laughs> She's gonna be offended yeah. <laughs> Do I know her? No, yeah. I do not know April. <laughs> Who do you speak of? Yeah. <laughs> April, you better listening. You yeah. better subscribe to. Yeah. <laughs> Are you? Sub- I'm just. I'm just a challenge. April, if you hear this, fist bump me, and then um, I'll give you mac and cheese. Anyway, <laughs> no, no, she makes really good mac and cheese, and the reason being is probably the most unhealthy mac and cheese because mm. it's just like gooey. It's super gooey. Oh yeah. And like I can feel my like heart beating in my chest while I'm every, eating. every spoonful you take, you're just like yeah. My, my arm Boom. goes numb. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, bro. But she puts like little crunchies on the top. Oh, the breadcrumbs, little panko. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. It's, it's panko, bro. I it's call them crunchies. Bread crunchies. <laughs> <laughs> it's breadcrumbs, bro. That's what it is. But it's I, good though. Yeah, that put you oh, in a coma, bro. But that's like her thing. She'll make it for every event. And it works for Thanksgiving too. Do it, bro. If you're good at something and you know you can like knock knock it out of the park, bro, just do it. I make think- that one special item. Like, I'm not gonna, you know, dude. If you make great green bean casserole, you make great sweet potatoes. Like, yeah, you make that like special request. Open up a little storefront, mm. and that's all you do. This is green bean casserole twenty four seven. You Dude, I was telling you before. I'm telling you, they, they've got to make like. I mean, they have the the turkey pot pies. I was telling you this. Yes, they have to incorporate like this, like almost a burrito type, like an empanada type, uh, where you get it's called. It's going to be called the Thanksgiving empanada. Thanksgiving it's like empanada. turkey. It's like gravy, uh-huh. corn, green bean casserole, a little mashed potato inside it, and it's everything in one bite. It's like a hot pocket, but Thanksgiving style. Trademarked. I'm just saying it. Oh yeah, how about it's legal? Yeah, all That's you my Google, idea. Yeah, Amazon and Google and all them because those cinnamon churros that we talked about it a couple of years ago, it oh. happened. They made the cereal. They stole our stuff. The cinnamon toast crunch company made my churro cereal. That was my idea. We're owed something. I think at least a box. <laughs> <laughs> Some cold milk. You, you're not good at negotiating, bro. <laughs> you started a box. <laughs> I'm talking about Jeff Bezos giving us millions of dollars. I'm going with a box of cereal. All we want is a box, man. <laughs> we'll send it to the Amazon right here down the street. Yeah. The warehouse. That's where we can pick it they up. They probably have a box there right now. Yeah. We want to get it from Prime. It's got a note. We should us. order something right now and see how long it'll take to get here. Bro. Hmm. The, the churros. You want to ship it or you want to do like a. <laughs> have it come like right to the door i'm gonna interrupt the podcast for a second folks and then yeah oh yeah it's our churros the churros <laughs> just come with milk <laughs> well we're back <laughs> you know what is weird 
cereal. The word cereal or just cereal? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I mean, cereal. Be- it Both. No, but the, the meal itself is, have you thought of that? Like, why do we do that? Why do we put like flaky? Because I think of like the original like um So I'm thinking Kellogg's. O- I'm thinking oatmeal. So oatmeal was kind of like the original hot cereal. So the people, somebody was just like, you know what? We have hot cereal. Let's make cold, cold. cereal. So it was lazy oatmeal. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> just, and then they were like, well, this oatmeal is horrible with cold milk. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, let's put some sugar. Uh-huh. And let's call it smacks. So they <laughs> fried the oats. <laughs> well, now they just make what it, it's like corn. Everything's all corn based. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It, to me, it's the strangest meal. I love it. I'm not saying I won't. I'm all about the Reese's, like Reese's, uh, peanut butter cups, bro. Oh the, the cereal, bro. That's my, that's my Reese's puffs. Reese's puffs. And then the, uh, you gotta of course, know the, name, of course the Captain Crunch peanut Captain butter Crunch classic. Those are the best ones, bro. I love those. I don't know why. Tricks, crunch, man. Tricks, Lucky Charms. I love Lucky Charms. Uh, you know what? I wish, you know, actually they do sell it. You can just buy the marshmallows. That's, I know. That's just, they, they sell that in like huge bags. I feel like if I were just to eat that, I would start losing my vision. I just like <laughs> everything would just like glass over. It's <laughs> a, a bunch of sugar. Yeah. Dude, instead of marshmallows, you usually use Lucky Charms because you have so much because you order the big bag. Yeah. You're like instead of marshmallows with my sweet potato pie, I'm going to put some Lucky Charms <laughs> on top as a marshmallow. Bro, that's a new tra- tradition right there. If you steal that idea, you know where it came from. You put Lucky Charms marshmallows on your sweet potatoes next year for Thanksgiving. Don't you dare. Come back to this video because you know and leave a comment and say j flow i put lucky charms on my on my sweet potatoes this year don't well don't wait i mean you can try it out now if you want i mean i, I bet you there's a it sounds good right now i'm not sure anyone's gonna do that <laughs> <laughs> i don't know you'd be surprised people yeah. will, will do some random stuff that you know like that sounds like a great idea you know what i love about like this generation right now uh-huh. is like so there was like a polished uh form of marketing Right, so think of like the <clears throat> Chili's Applebee's era. Yeah, everybody wanted to be served like in a, in a franchise family environment. Everything was like perfectly marketed, and then now we're in an era where everything is like um, local, hole in the wall. Like those are the yeah. best places to go, and your, your Applebee's are like rotting. You know, you got to think diners, drivers, and dives for that, bro. Yeah, like well, Guy Fieri and all that stuff, and people. Well, and then people doing you know doing. Uh, uh, Twitter stuff and Instagram stuff because they're they're foodies. There's foodies. There's foodies and there's foodies enthused. Uh, uh, what do they call them? Uh, that they just like. Hey, if you follow me because I have a bunch of followers on Instagram. Oh, like food bloggers. I don't know about that stuff, dude. Like, if you're an actual person that's from the place, you know, from city, you know, that's San Antonio, from you know, a different city, and you, you got to try this place. You know, these are actually people that are actually going out there spending their own money because. Yeah. You want to support those small businesses, you know, you don't want to just get free food. Now, if they throw something your way, hey, God bless, you know, I'll take it. You know, I'll try it out. We'll try it out. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not going to do it just for free, you know. I mean, there's some people that do it. For, they want the free meal. Hey, you know, if you, you know, give me the free meals, you know, we'll, we'll blast it on Instagram because I got so many followers. Yeah. They're doing it for the wrong reasons, bro. See, but that's why I love our generation right now, bro, because we filter that stuff out. Like, we go like hone in on the authentic yeah right we we immediately reject if it feels corporate or if it feels like 
you know, uh, MTV produced it or something. Like, yeah, if, if like, the man's like, on top of it, you know, the man's exactly. Oh, this is for the man. You know, I'm not gonna go there. I love small businesses, bro. I'd rather pay an extra four or five bucks for something, you know. Yeah, that's gonna help them, but also, you know, it's gonna be like okay, like they put effort into it, you know. Yeah, something homemade. And look, but that gets to my point, right? Going back to the crazy food stuff mm-hmm. is um, because of this emergence, right? Like we have this like authentic small community of people that make stuff locally. Now you have the crazy stuff that's coming out, right? And we have like uh, lessened inhibitions about like what we're willing to eat. Mm-hmm. So you'll have some guy that puts a food truck out and he's like, you know what? I'm going to make hot Cheetos, <laughs> douse it in a gallon of cheese, and I'm going to call that, you know, the hot stuff or something. And people are like, oh, this is amazing. The hot cheesy. You got to get, cheesy. Cheesy. <laughs> get a bag of the hot cheesy, bro. The hot cheesy. The hot cheesy. It, it's on It's on military and this place. It's a purple truck. The guy's name's Juan. Yeah. He's a great guy. Just ask him, you know. But yeah, the hot cheesy. You got to have the hot cheesy. They put it in a Ziploc and give you a straw. And it's like, what? But, but yeah, they, they have cut up hot dogs in there too. It's all over Instagram. You just get the <laughs> hashtag hot cheesy. The hot cheesy, bro. You just see people holding a Ziploc of hot cheese. <laughs> All of a sudden, Jay-Z and <laughs> Kanye are like sporting out. You got to get the hot cheesy, yo. The hot cheesy is the best. Hashtag hot cheesy. And that's what happens, bro. Yeah. But I love that. And then you get like crazy stuff because you'll see like people that make donuts. They're like, all right, let's make a donut burger, you know, and then they use donuts for buns. You know, yeah. and then you put, oh, and then someone has a one up. I them. feel my heart literally stopping for a little bit. There. <laughs> You're clutching your chest. <laughs> but it's so good. You it's get good. the best stuff. And then we don't have to worry about people being proper. Like, oh, that's not Michelin. Yeah, exactly. Graded anymore. I don't care. No, I just dude, like, I don't want your, I don't want my tire company to be tell me what to eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does the he Mich- know? The Michelin man. I mean, he's kind of big. Probably, I mean, yeah, that's little, true. You know, but he's probably eating a perfect couple of good restaurants there. Yeah, so like, I'll give you three stars. Yeah. Oh no, that's <laughs> Green Giant. That's Green Giant, bro. <laughs> oh, the Jolly Green Giant. Jolly Green bro, Giant. Took me a second. I was like, oh, I haven't seen vegetables in so long. I was like, <laughs> Who are you talking about? What's vegetables? Ew. Green? I don't know what that is. <laughs> let's oh. talk about meat again. <laughs> let's, keep, let's go back to hot cheesy, bro. That's the hot cool, cheesy. Bro. Yeah, I know, bro. Dude, the hot cheesy. Yeah, actually. And then the hot cheese is going to be a dance. Bro, I'm telling you. <laughs> hot cheesy. <laughs> hot cheesy. Everything's like a dance. Dude, I've heard like these songs. People are just putting like these rap songs. And I'm like, people are just listening to me. You can just hear them from the radio, from the store, from like a person next to you that, you know, you're driving to, driving on the road. And they have this radio blasting out. And they're like, do this and do that. And like, do, oh, yeah, do this dance. I'm like, dude, what is that dance? Like, and then you actually look it up and people are just like. It's a thing. Oh my goodness! Like everything's. Oh, they're they're doing the uh, what's that? Uh, wipe me down or something like that. And they start the guy's like throwing his hat on the floor. Bro, it's a what, video. I don't know, bro. It's what just, side of Facebook are you on? <laughs> was just on Facebook and like on the reels and all these I, I, TikTok. I'm not on TikTok. I got. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of weird stuff out there, bro. Facebook. I you know I'm on Facebook, but now they have the reels. I guess they're hooked up with TikTok. I think. And now they're doing reels. Well, the, the thing is, uh, TikTok allows you to export your videos to other platforms. Oh, okay. And so it's just kind of just yeah. in there. And Facebook just like Instagram, and, just like Instagram, right? So yeah. if you post something on Instagram, you're saying, okay, I'm going to post it on Facebook too, and I'm going to you know post it on TikTok, or whatever. Yeah. The hierarchy right now is it trends, it, it emerges and trends on TikTok, and then it gets reposted to Instagram, 
And then after Instagram, it gets reposted to like Reddit. It gets reposted to Snapchat. <laughs> Gosh, bro. And then it gets re- all the different platforms. And yeah. then at the very bottom, it finally reaches Facebook. If you haven't seen it on TikTok, if you haven't seen it on Instagram or Reddit, check it out on Facebook. It was just like, you know, it's it's got to be on all these platforms. Yeah. I guess people want views, bro. You get views, you get everything. Yeah. Sponsorships. Get paid. Get that money. Buy some hot cheesies. Hot cheesies. Bro, I'm going <laughs> to tell you it's hot cheesy, bro. Yeah. I hope there's somebody out there with hot cheesy. I'm gonna look it up right now. Yeah, the hot cheesy, hot cheesy. But um, <laughs> yeah, look up. That's what I love, though, bro. I love the the authentic stuff, and that's why I like food bloggers. They're cool. Uh, shout out, uh, delicious foodie, delicious foodie, brother Victor. I told you, bro. You got to, you got to, you got to hear it. I'm telling you, we we we're, yeah. we're blasting out your name, bro. He, 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 that's authentic, bro. Yeah. Because you you know for sure, and then he gives his genuine opinion, so he'll tell you when it's like, no, nah, I did not like this place. Yeah, I mean, you you want that, you want that, but then it's like, well, you know, he can eat there, and you can like, well, I don't like it, but then you know, his taste buds are totally different from yours. You know, you can probably go out there and be like, well, I thought it was delicious, you know. Yeah. But we, it's just you going out there and you know, hey, I'm gonna go and check it out. Let's see what happens. You know, it could be your new next big thing that you like, and you're just gonna eat in it like every day. You know, I think we ought to evaluate if we've genuinely like, so I know there are like major changes culturally because of social media, mm-hmm. but when it relates to food, I think the way we perceive whether food is good or not is all visual now. Yeah. Right. Cause it used to be genuinely like you would taste it and you could process like mm, these flavors, this profile, this texture, the way it was cooked. Now it's like, how many likes do I get? By the way it was presented. Presented. And that's how you make your decisions most of the time now. Even if you're not on Instagram, the way they market it. Yeah. It's like, okay, chef so-and-so, five stars on Instagram. Like they even use that in their um, marketing. Mm. It's because our our perception has been shifted by um, what looks by social good. media. Yeah, it It's all visual. Visual. What, what we've seen, how it looks, and it just makes you want to. Well, it looks good because that hot cheesy, you saw the cheese in the yeah. side, you know, you're just like, that's awesome. You're like, <laughs> I got to have that. You got to try it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm a victim for it. I see it all the time. They'll they'll make like a milkshake that, you know, they'll tower it. And it's like, a it's, oh, you know, the, the classic image, it spills over the edge. Mm-hmm. And then they tell you the ingredients. It's cookie dough, Oreos mashed, uh, you know. Rocky oh, you, Road. You mean it sound good, bro? <laughs> bro, we're talking about food today, bro. Yeah. I think Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. We're talking about food, and this is, this is amazing. Keep going. It goes hand in hand, bro. <laughs> well, remember like the Hershey, like the Hershey. You know, I mean, milk, even the chocolate milk is just like. Have you ever seen those the straws? It's like a red, like a red pinstripe on a white straw. Yeah, yeah. the you classic know, diner. The diner, yeah, that's what you're looking at, and I guess with just like even with the snow cones, like they have the snow cones, and you just like, oh, it's packed high and then they have the uh <laughs> the rainbow gummy uh <laughs> the rainbow uh oh, whatever the, the gummy worms the gummy yeah. worms right they put that on top and it's just like making it really look good and you're just like you want one of these yeah but see, that's what i'm saying your perception is just like i gotta have that objectively it it doesn't make it taste better yeah probably not probably it's probably horrible they probably didn't put enough syrup or it's just <laughs> yeah it's all bland but you get to take a picture with it and then you get the social cred so it's a, it's a, it's actually an anthropological um uh uh condition not condition but like something that's observed about about yeah. us that uh we need social proof mm. 
in society and social media has kind of amplified that. So for us to engage in something or to uh, determine if something is worth it, we have to have our peers accept it as well. Well, in a smaller community, you know, you just need your parents, your friends, right? Yeah. But because of social media, now you have millions of people that gravitate towards something and marketing leverage that. And um, so you have these small businesses that they're like, here, this is a, a delicious milkshake. But it's probably like, you know, like something they pulled out of the bin at the bottom of a freezer. But they they <laughs> made it look well enough that people will actually buy it and then they repost with it because they push like hashtag and you get like 20% off. Yeah. And then that builds its credibility because we look at our peers and like, oh, they went there and it looks good. And the thing that we're supposed to judge it by, <laughs> Callow. That's my cat, by the way, Callow. Don't drop my water. He's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know what I mean? So we need social proof. And I think that's insane because it, that that's a good thing, right? Like yeah. for most things, like you, you want to know like which bank or insurance to go with. You usually go with what your parents have cho- yeah. chosen because they know it. Um, but for, for food stuff or like personal life decisions, that's probably not the best way to make those evaluations. You know what I mean? Ooh, bro. I'll preach, bro. Same <laughs> thing with church, bro. I mean, you would think like the same exact thing, you know? Yeah. This is the after church podcast, but we're still we're still keeping it holy in here. Let's make it religious. <laughs> it, it's the same thing, you know. People are wanting to know the social media stuff. They want to see, oh well, uh, let's see how, how does a church look, you know? How does it? But then until you actually go attend it, you know, and kind of see what the church is about and how they are and what they preach, taste and see. Mm. That's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah, the same thing. I mean. You were preaching, bro. I'm sorry, bro. Uh, I'm about to give you an offering, bro. I'm, 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 I'm a I, I wasn't even like ready to go there, but I was like, let's do it, dude. dude. I was just thinking, I was listening. Like, dude, this sounds like the church, bro. Like, you know, <laughs> people are like, you know, they gravitated to, you know, they want to know about social media and the church and all that stuff yeah. too. You know, the same thing. You know, even with food, you know, that we, you know, everything we see, we want to, you know, try it out because it looks good. But uh, I mean, people just need to really go there and taste it and check it out and see how it, how it is and yeah. Man, bro, that preach, bro. You know, on that subject, go, bro, do it, bro. So, okay, so there's this. This is a new thing that's emerging. Okay, um, I wouldn't say like re- like super new, mm-hmm. but within the last like five or so years, maybe even ten, with the emergence of social media and the way that has sh- shifted the way we perceive everything. Like that's just that's including consumer stuff, consumer goods, and. Uh, businesses and church. Many churches have adopted that now, like you were saying. And the way we evaluate churches is like by Yelp reviews, <laughs> right? Or by like how they're, how they visually present themselves. And there's a danger that like now you have these opportunities to leverage the tools that like Facebook gives you because they don't care about like your, um, your core beliefs, your doctrinal stuff. Uh, the effects of of your your um, uh, of your belief system, right? They mm-hmm. just care about like pushing product out. Yeah, but they'll give you the business tools, quote unquote, to grow your audience. And I think there's a danger if you manage social media for a church to lean on that more so than on the the core of the Bible. And so we actually are seeing the effects of that now 
yeah. where um, churches lean on that entirely. And you have to continually, you know, like our bishop says, like once you offer them like donuts and, I'm, you know, I'm not here to like criticize that um, if like your church does that. Yeah. But like once you start. They're, they're expecting it. They're expecting they it. They expect it and yeah. they're not coming for uh, an experience with, with God. They're coming for the experience that you've uh, fed them. The environment that you, yeah, <laughs> literally in that yeah. sense, yeah, fed them. Yeah. And so if you're building it co- wholly on like, you know, the vibes, right? Mm-hmm. Or aesthetic, social media, you have to maintain that. Yeah. And then who knows what their spiritual well being is like at the end of the day. And that's actually the most important part of congregating. It can be so deceiving in some, te- you know, some people. And then all of a sudden they're so. <laughs> fed in the morning with donuts and coffee or whatever, you know, they just expect it. Yeah. I mean, you want to reach people and they're, it's just, they're, they're the type where they want to, you know, well, we want to welcome in, well, welcome in, you know, show them who God is, you know, you don't, you don't, it's not a feeding thing. They're going to get fed. They're going to get fed, you know, by, by preaching, you know, by the word. And, you know, that's what will speak for itself. You know, that will understand. They'll understand and say, Hey, this church is different. Not because they're not like any other church, you know, that's out there. You know, of course, you want to reach and reach the lost and those that are, you know, out there. But, you know, just like I always tell people, I'm like, you know, when Jesus was preaching, he was teaching, you know, he he didn't the 5000 plus more people. They weren't getting free stuff. They were actually following him because they knew who he was mm. and they kept you know, going to him. They wanted to hear who Jesus was, what he was teaching and what he was preaching. So it wasn't like, well, you know, he's not offering, you know, he's not giving me, you know, he's not paying for my lunch, you know, or he's not, you know, mm. I got to worry about eating today. You know, I'm not going to just go, you know, and just listen to this guy. I want something out of it, you know? Yeah. But then you, but those people that were really, really hungry and wanted an understanding who Jesus was, they were like, dude, I'm going to follow this guy wherever he's going because he's performing miracles. He's doing all this stuff. And people are listening and seeing this stuff. And they're like, they want to draw closer to Jesus. So they, he really never did it. And they were like, well, yeah, well, he fed the 5,000. Yeah, he fed the 5,000 because they were hungry. Dude, they were going, following Jesus. And he's like, look, the people are tired. Have them sit down because I know that they've been listening to me. I know that they've been following me. Some people have been following. They have, you know, had very little with them. They probably, you know, were buying little stuff here and there. But they were like, you know, the people are tired. Let's let's feed them. Yeah. And that's when the but yeah, we're we're gonna reach the loss, but we're not gonna feed, you know, it's not automatically feeding the homeless because the homeless are gonna be the homeless. But if you if you give them Jesus, God will perform the miracle. God will give them, you know, the change mm-hmm. in their life. Uh it's not about if them just coming and you're just gonna feed them a meal. Like, yeah, you want to you want to be compassionate to the towards those people. You know, they come to church and you take them to, you know, take them to lunch or something, you know, that's afterwards. But the whole point is that they see Christ in the church, you know, they see it and they want to know more of it. Now, if they just want to go because you're feeding them, and you're taking them lunch, then that's a totally different, you know, different, different thing. So, I mean, the, you, yes, I, I'm all for helping people. I'm all for, you know, feeding the homeless. I'm all for that. But, you know, it's got to come with, you know, like, hey, you know, you're doing it for the reasons because. You know, they, they want to know more. They want to be a part. They want, they're hungry for God, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so that's what, that's the way I think I've heard, I've heard that from Bishop when he was talking about that, you know, as far as, you know, they, they were following Jesus. They were the ones that were really, you know, yeah. waking up and they were, okay, where, where, you know, where's Jesus at? You know, they heard, they heard about him. People were hearing things about him. They're like, 
dude, I got to figure out who this is, you know? Yeah. Just like the president, you know? You're like, oh, the president of the United States is in town. If you like your president, <laughs> if you like a president, <laughs> yeah. you want to, you know, there's tons of people going to see him, you know? Right. Even, you know, past presidents, there were people would cry because of, you know, somebody got assassinated, like Kennedy. You know, they, people were really, really close to this president because they loved him. They see him and he was doing a lot of things, but it's not just because of, you know, what he was giving out, but what he was really showing himself of what he was doing. Yeah. So people grew that, you know, had that relationship with him and they actually, you know, were, were crying about it. They were just like, man, you know, he's, he's gone. Yeah. So people were literally sad because they had that relationship with him. And, you know, just the same way you know, we're following Jesus is the same way, you know, that people are wanting to know who he is. But like I said, it's, it's not about the free stuff. It's where their heart is, you know, where they mm-hmm. want to be in their lives and all that stuff. So, I mean, I can, we can go on for that forever on that, bro. Let's no, go back I, to food. <laughs> <laughs> feeding the law. Yeah, feeding, feeding the homeless on me. I'm feeding myself. Yeah. Bro. I'm hungry. <laughs> no, that's a solid point, though, bro. Yeah, dude. I, I, I actually like that that analogy because it's true, man. I mean, that um, you got to, you got you really have to evaluate why you even want to um, assemble or come as a church. Because I think the society from a non-religious perspective, no relationship with God, the way they look at the church is it's just purely a charitable organization. Yeah. And that's what they want to see, right? To justify it and make it work in their mind, even if they don't want to engage and be like a Christian, they're like, I'll accept Christianity so long as it's in this bubble and it does everything that I think it should do. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think um, it's bad when churches can concede to that. And they're like, okay, well, that's all we'll do. We'll just be a super charitable organization. But then you have to evaluate, um, like, those people don't have eternity in mind. Yeah. All they're concerned about is, like, I just want someone to soothe my conscience. That they feel good yeah. about doing what they're doing. Right. They don't even understand where that comes from, but they're like, okay, I know there's a church down the road, and they do, like, food drives every week. Yeah. Uh, so I'm good, and I, and I know they're good, um, so I'm comfortable with them. But as but once they start attacking me on my morals and they start attacking my lifestyle, then they're evil. They're inherently evil. Yeah. Um, there's something wrong. There's corruption. Like they want to uproot everything. And it's like, what's the point of the church, though? Exactly. And the world will tell you it's for the charitable reasons. That's the only reason they like the Mother Teresa image of church. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it's all about the spiritual. Yep. It's about our spiritual condition and then our condition for eternity. And um, people forget about that stuff, man. They they once they feel good about feeding the homeless, whatever they you know, as far as doing their good deed as volunteering. Yes, you want to volunteer your time, and you want to you know be a part of that. But then, yeah, they when it comes to the morals, bro, they're just like, uh, yeah. let's go to feeding the other homeless, you know, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. well, to them that that's what equates salvation. Salvation is yeah. like the good works, right? And that's the the people that make the harshest criticism of church in that regard are the ones that don't do those things yep. or they don't engage in it. They just want to see the church do it and leave them alone. Mm-hmm. And um, we have to be careful not to conflate that with the church and say, well, we're not we're not doing our, our mission unless we are like giving every ounce of our effort to making sure the homeless are taken care of and doing this, that. Because that's not to discount that. That stuff is good, yeah. right? But in my opinion, right, and, you know, 
any ministers out there, license or whatever, that want to like correct me. <laughs> um, but uh, well, it's all for open discussion, bro. I mean, it's, we're not saying that we're totally right, but then you know, there's something that you know God will reveal and will tell you, hey, this is the wrong thing or this is the right thing. You know. Well, that's why I'm 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 preempting it with, in my opinion, yeah. I feel like when the church is healthy, and you have all the ministries uh, operating, the fivefold ministry, five-fold ministry yeah. you produce people that um, exhibit the fruit of the spirit. Right, mm-hmm. they exhibit these Christian characteristics that the world has come to recognize, and part of that is being charitable, right? And so, like the scripture talks about, you'll know them by their fruits. By the fruits, yeah. Right. So, if you have a, a church full of people that have um, generosity baked into their doctrine, right? They that's being taught, then you produce people that want to be charitable, and not the other way around, where they start off charitable, but inwardly they're like doing all kinds of corrupt things or they have corrupt thoughts going through their mind Mm -hmm. and it's a backwards view of reality. Um, And a lot of churches, they, they attack that first. Like we're known for our charity, but then inwardly, like a lot of our like congregants are, they they do these X amount of sins and they're, they don't feel guilty for it. Yeah. They don't feel um, convicted. And it's like, you're doing it backwards. Yeah. Totally backwards. (laughs) And then it goes back to the scripture where it's like, Lord, Lord, we did all these things in your name, and yet they're being rejected in into heaven, right? Yeah. Because God, uh, Jesus says, uh, um, depart from me. I never knew you. You workers of iniquity. Right. Because the, the fundamental Losses, man. The, the fundamental layer or basis, the foundation is your relationship. Yeah. And that's what the church should be, in my opinion. It should be all about relationship and everything else. We'll come at we'll come at it. time. Expands from there. Definitely, man. I I totally agree. I, it's I mean, yes, you like I said. I mean, I know tons of people, and especially you know people that I used to work with, and you know, yeah, they're in in they're Catholic or you know they're in other organizations and all that, and they feel good and they are known for you know being in their hospitality and all that stuff. But it's just like man, like it's not all that, you know. I mean, yourself, you yourself needs to worry about, you know, your morals and your values as far as, I mean, even with the rich young ruler, I mean, Jesus told me, you know, hey, he, you know, he already knew everything he's done. He was like, hey, sell all you have and follow me. So now the whole point was, yeah, selling all you have, giving it to the poor. But the following part was was the thing after was like, okay, you're going to get rid of it. But now you have to get rid of everything you have in your in your life that you you called important, you know, that you felt that was the, you know, the, the base of your whole life. And now I'm telling you to change and I'm telling you to follow me because I'm going to tell you where you need to go, yeah. you know? And that's the people, that's where people are like, mm, you know, of course he went away sorrowful, you know, he went away just like, well, I don't want to do that. Yeah. No. And that, that's, that's, that's awesome, bro. Cause that's the crux of it. Yep. He evaluated or he, he pinpointed the thing in his heart. Yeah. And a, a lot of people want both. What's the saying? Like, uh, have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. Right. I want to have the riches and I want to have that. And it's not to say that like Christians can't be wealthy. Yeah. No, we have things. But, um, and if you're wealthy out there, you know, you can come yeah. to the church podcast <laughs> and, uh, help out with a donation and sponsorship. It'll be great. We love yeah. you. God we'll love you. God bless. <laughs> a little plug in there. Yeah. <laughs> but go back to seriousness. Right yeah. Now. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, it's cool, bro. I mean, it's, yeah. I love this kind of talk, man. We, we got to incorporate it sometimes in this podcast. And yeah, people are probably like, oh, I hear it all the time at church. But then, you know, sometimes it's just. It's real, though. It's man. real. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Very real. 
I love that the this spurred from like <laughs> food, <laughs> food, the, the big cheesy, the big cheesy, the hot cheesy, bro. Oh, the hot, hot cheesy, cheesy, bro. Hot, hot, hashtag, hot, hot cheesy. hashtag hot cheesy. I love bro. that, bro. That's good. So, um, diverting, yeah, from that subject, <laughs> I went and checked out this place here in San Antonio called um, I forget. It's like Premium Matcha Cafe or like Mako Cafe. It's a Japanese. Um, like they all they do is um matcha matcha drink really it's just variations of matcha like matcha uh, lattes matcha tea moldy uh they have uh fraps mm. and then they have um like a, a milkshake and ice and soft serve ice cream where's this um you know to be perfectly honest i don't know it's like north side <laughs> i generalize everything because i'm totally reliant on google uh, oh <laughs> google Maps. man josh is that's you bro josh johnson i'll tell you i love you bro he was the same way bro i used to tell him i say bro like even when he was young in the youth in the youth and we were helping out with the young, the young people there in the youth ministries i was like where do you live He's like, well, I live in this area. I'm like, okay, but how do I get there? Yeah. <laughs> like, do I need to take the, what what highway I need to take? You know, what am I going to exit? He, bro, nothing, bro. You're the same way too, right? You're just like, well, just look at Google Maps. You know, yeah. I'll tell you to get there, bro. It's so easy though. And no, bro. I'm like, I, even when people tell me, I'm like, hey, how do you get to your place? I'm like, okay, well, where are you coming from? Oh, I'm coming from, you know, uh, you know, by the church. I'm by, by the, right by the church. Okay. Well, you're going to go 37 north. You're going to go 37, 281 north. You know, you're going to exit 410. Sound like calculus to me, bro. No, bro. Just 410 and then go up north, you know, and then you exit this exit and then you're going to no. go up maybe a couple of miles and then you'll see the, the street, bro. It's like, oh man. Has technology ruined us? It does, bro. It's horrible sometimes, <laughs> man. I know, I know technology is great. Whenever I do deliveries, of course, I'm not going to know every stinking street that's out there, you know, yeah. but sometimes you already know the people that you really deliver to. But then like those that you've never been down the street, you're like, oh, whoa, I've never been down the street. I didn't even know there was a couple of houses back here, you know? Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. You know, that's understandable. You know, you're not going to pull out the whole map book like we used to do. Like, you know, you used to have the whole book and it had the maps of the yeah. streets and all that stuff. But it's, you know, of course, you have it on your phone, but it's always good to kind of know where you're from bro and exactly the way you're located i think it's millennials were scarred from like the the times when we had to um operate the map for our dads yeah i don't know like if you ever did with any family members growing up you'd be in the car and they're like here they the 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 ginormous map you have to unfold like two billion times Uh uh-huh and it's tore up because it's been stuffed in the glove box. <laughs> the, the crevices there, the, the, crease, the creases in the, on the maps are tearing. Yeah. So you don't know where you're at. There's yeah. probably a river in the middle. <laughs> then your dad's yelling at you, where do we go next? Where do we go? I'm like, <laughs> you're just like <laughs> swimming. You I think we go here. It's like, that's a river. To right, there's a river there. I don't know where you're going. You're trying to kill us. And they're like, then Google Maps comes along. No, no, no. And Before our Google Maps are bro. healed. Before Google Maps. <laughs> okay. Then you had MapQuest, bro. Oh, yeah. Because MapQuest comes out. So yeah. MapQuest was like, yeah, this is the new thing. MapQuest has everything. Uh-huh. But then yeah. even with MapQuest, you, because the internet coming out, you know, the internet coming out, and you're like, well, I don't have anything like a cell phone that will have the map. So what did you do? You went to the internet, you got to MapQuest, you printed out the directions. Yep, yep. So that was the next step, bro. You had, you still had the paper in your hands. You're like, okay, you have the MapQuest directions. Yes, I do. They're right here. I'm embarrassed to say, bro, that, that, cause that ages us, but I did do that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I tell did, you, bro. I used to print out the, the sheets cause I didn't yeah. have a smartphone for that. 
So I, all the all the Z millennials or the Z Gen Z. That's yeah. me, bro. That's all. I don't want to show my age though, but yeah, I'm still young and heart hot cheesies. <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna do. I'm telling you, bro. There's gonna be shoes. Nike's gonna call them hot cheesies. The hot cheesies. I'm. I'm Bro, we had, we had I gotta start writing this stuff down because a lot of my ideas, you know, they're they're coming up pretty yeah. pretty popular. Just gotta act on it quick, bro. What do I do? Should I go to the store right now and just get some hot cheesies? Get some hot cheesies. Um, get a hold of Nike on their toll free number. Okay. And say we want to make an exclusive shoe deal. You want in or out? Because you're gonna you're gonna pass out. Well, first on I'm gonna talk billion to dollar. First I'm gonna talk to Cheetos because they're the Cheeto company because they're the one that came up with the hot Cheetos. But the the idea of the hot cheesies where they're like red and orange, uh-huh. and like the front part and the, the Nike. If they want to hook up with Nike, that's fine. That's cool with me as long as I get a piece of this. Is my idea. <laughs> the Nike symbol is gonna have the actual lo- the. Hot Cheetos, you know, the bag. Bro. And then a little bit of cheese spilling out of the, and On drips the su- down yeah. onto the shoe. Yeah, bro. It's tell like, you right there. Hot cheesies. Hot cheese. The bro. shoes, the dance. I don't even know what the dance looks like, but it's going to be bro. By that, popular. That, that point, we can hire a choreographer and he'll he'll create the hot cheesy dance. Yeah, they'll, they'll do the this like this. <laughs> but that's the cheesy part, bro. That's the, the cheesy cheese part. dripping the down. cheese dripping down. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, hot. Hot, hot cheesy. Hot, I think hot, you've actually just. I just created my own dance right now, bro. That's it. It's popular. All right, hot TikTok, cheesy. We're, we're hitting you up. That's it. If you guys know how to use a TikTok. Oh, Callow's in the, in the. What are you doing back there, Callow? <laughs> Have you been there this whole time? He's in the light. Yeah, bro. He's in the club underneath yeah. the. <laughs> my little LED lights. <laughs> LED lights. I'm under, glad we filmed the trash can. Because <laughs> those listening to just the audio are probably like, what on earth? Hot cheesy, bro. Hot cheesies, bro. That's the next thing, bro. I'm telling you. It's going to come out. I'm telling you in about a month. It's going to, hot cheese is going to be like all over we'll TikTok. We'll make it happen, dude. Make it happen. You want to make it happen, bro? Yeah. But see, that's, that's what's so crazy is marketing is insane now. Yeah. Right. Because almost anything becomes a thing now. I felt like it used to be vet. You had to be vetted. Like corporations had like all these, you know, uh, boardrooms and they're like, pass it through this group first, pass it through that group first. Now you have like a rapper that comes up with like, you know, I don't know. They're like, let's make a shoe that's like, you know, upside down and you have to like, it has, you know, individual uh, fingers for your toes. That's just weird. Bro. You know? Yeah. I've seen those, but those but, are weird. You know what I mean? And then, and then, but they'll sell like crazy and yeah. Nike's like, I don't know what we're doing anymore. Let's just make whatever they just do, do it. Yeah. yeah. Just do it. You see that? Just do bro, it. Bro, I just brought it up in there. They do, it's, that's the reason they're, that's their, their whole thing, bro. Let's yeah. just do it. doesn't matter what it looks like. Just do it. Yeah. The sneaker, the sneakerhead community, I don't know if you're like aware. Or I've seen some stuff, bro, and it, it gets scary. It's insane. Yeah. And they, they make money, dude. Like almost like I even see like rappers like buying like thousands of dollars of, of a shoe, a pair of shoes. I think that's just flexing. A pair of I shoes. I don't think, I don't think people do that. Often. Like there's there's like select few people that like have closets full of shoes. Yeah, but I think it's I don't know I don't get it, dude. I used to go to Just for Feet for like getting shoes for like the beginning of the school year. Uh huh. When your parents are like, okay, let's get some shoes, and they're like, okay, you know your budget. And the budget's like twenty bucks. I'm like, dude, we might as well go to Payless because you're not gonna get <laughs> shoes like that. And of course, they're like back then where like where shoes were expensive were like seventy bucks. Yeah, a good pair of shoes were like seventy bucks back in the day. 
but now they're like almost two hundred dollars, bro. Yeah, like that's normal. That's just crazy. Where are your shoes, bro? My shoes? <laughs> I'm I'm barefoot right now. I, know, I wish I could turn the camera as you could see. <laughs> I'm wearing I'm spawning the Converse's, bro. Yeah. These are like range rain shoes for me though. Rain shoes? Yeah. Yeah, it's a little rainy out today. It's gonna be raining tomorrow though. Yeah. Yeah. What a Thanksgiving, huh? I love it. It was like overcast. I think I'm gonna eat some leftovers while I watch the rain. Eating green bean casserole, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm telling you, bro, but the leftovers are calling me right now, bro. Oh my goodness. They're in the fridge right now, bro. They're like, want some hot cheesy with some <laughs> green bean casserole. I had a life changing moment and it probably sound goofy because everyone's like, Yeah, this people do this all the time. Right. Cause I, I've had um um what do you call it when you put in a, a ch- chili and cheese in a Frito bag? Frito pie. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sorry, I'm from I'm, I'm from up north. <laughs> up north. I'm from Canada. Okay, Canada, mate. <laughs> yeah. hey. No, so this this ice cream truck, like this was like recently a like, couple months ago, and um, <laughs> my bro. cat's like sniffing my you. elbow. Um, and the food truck or the the uh, ice cream truck, it's just like a local dude. Uh, yeah. You know, food truck type of thing, you know? No, no, not even food truck. Just, oh, it's just like a van with a hole cut in the side. All right. And he's got ice cream. Those are the vans you're supposed to stay away from, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's like free candy. Like, you want free candy, Andrew? Right. Come over here. Like, yeah, free candy. <laughs> so they had the music playing, and and I wanted to go from one of the classic ice cream pops, you know, like SpongeBob, but his eyes, like. The gumballs, like one right here, and the other gumballs are right up here. Right. It's all twisted and demented. <laughs> it's melted. <laughs> you want Sonic the Hedgehog, but he looks like he's depressed. Um, so I wanted one of those, right? Yeah. And, um, those I, are the bomb, by the way. Yeah. I love I, those. I, bro. They're great. Um, I personally like, um, Batman, uh, the Batman pop. I'm a Ninja Turtle guy. Ninja Turtle. You know, that's actually pretty good too. Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Uh, Flintstone push pops. Push pops are raw. Yeah. Those are underrated. Um, uh, but I, I go there and hot, they he, hot cheesy push pops. <gasps> I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll work on that one later. So I go in there and on the back <laughs> of the rack in his little setup, he had a whole bunch of like, just like hot Cheetos, Takis, and I love Takis. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'll take a Taki too. He's like, you want cheese? You want cheese too? I was like, what? What, what, what nationality is this guy? <laughs> you, you you want cheese? You want cheese? I'm okay. He's Hispanic probably. Yeah, he's, yes. From Mexico. It's Sorry. Okay. I'm Mexican. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. So he, he's like, you you want cheese? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm like, yeah, sure. sure. And he cuts it open, and then he has this hot like pot of just cheese, just, just melted cheese. He just pulls it out and he just drizzles it like it was going off the side, bro. It was oh. just like a bag of hot cheese. Entirely. I didn't even know that you it would like takis and cheese would go together. And it's probably like simple. Like you guys probably listening have tried this already. I probably have. And. I was hooked. I was like, I love this. I want more of it. They, they do that with the Cheetos, though. I mean, I thought hot Cheetos, that's what they do, too. I've done that with Cheetos. Yeah. But, like, just having it, like, on the spot. Like, he's like, you want it now? I'm like, yeah. And then he just cuts it and did it. Just did it. And then he hands it to me, and I'm like, what else you want? I'm like, bro. Like, you put gummy bears in it? <laughs> yeah. Can, <and laughs> he don't care, bro. He's just like, you want it? You got it. Put some Lucas on it as a seasoning. Mm. Lucas is, like, probably the worst thing you could eat. Oh, bro. That's horrible. It's, it's bro. Your, your it's, teeth instantly fall out. You have silver teeth, bro. Yeah. No, oh, this is crazy, bro. <laughs> you're, you're, I was about to all g- your teeth are all capped up, bro. That's why, like, on the south side, bro, like, 
Everybody, bro. I love my kids. I love my nephews and my niece, bro. My sister's kids. Oh my gosh. I used to, we, they had, back then, bro, you just didn't care. You just wanted your kids to shut up and just sit down and behave, right? Yeah. Oh my goodness. My kids, my nephews and my niece, bro. They were, they had silver teeth as well, too, bro. I love them to death, but they're, they're great kids. They're great, I mean, adults now. So my little niece is expecting, I mean, she's, mid 20s but i mean she's just you know you still see them as kids bro yeah but yeah dude, they loved the lucas bro they loved the so- the sour candies bro and also like the kool-aid like instead of milk or you know fruit juice or something you know like apple juice you know the healthy stuff you don't want to drink too much sometimes because they're concentrated you're supposed to you know kind of water it down just a little bit kind of Mix it up because you know you don't want to drink it too much because it's just straight sugar. Right, it is. right, bro. No, they drink that stuff like nonstop, bro. It's that fruit punch, bro. Oh my goodness, I can't even drink that many that fruit punch, bro. It's just crazy. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I do want some takis now with some cheese, dude. It was good. It was good, dude. How much did you spend on that? I forget. It was like a dollar. A dollar. Yeah. What? Just the cheese? He he probably was. He, he, it had to be more than that. I don't know. I think I I came down with like a five dollar bill. How, when was this? A couple couple weeks ago. No, dude. With inflation, it's got to be more than that. A, a bag of takis and some cheese. It had to be at least two or three bucks. No, it was like a small bag. But even that, I mean, you gotta talk about. Like, there's a there's I, be I profit lit- margin here. <laughs> I literally did not expect the truck to come. Oh, he was doing it during summer, and so I heard it, and I and I don't even have cash most of the time. So I I grabbed like five dollar bill from my wallet that I had, mm-hmm. went down, and we got. I got ice cream pop for my wife, one uh-huh. for me, and then the taki with cheese. Was this here, like your apartment, or was it? At, yeah, like, like literally down, down, downstairs. Downstairs. Down That's what three floors. <laughs> I had to earn my taki. You okay? earned your takis, bro. You earned it when you came back up too. I don't know if it's a weird snack to like, but I love takis. That's pretty good. I like takis. I mean, I'm. I, I guess I'm not like a huge crave. You know, craving the guy. You know, the hot Cheetos and the takis. I like it, you know. Once I have a couple of them, and I'm I'm done. I'm not a spicy guy. I don't know why. Dude. Really? I don't know. Bro. I want to enjoy my food, bro. All these mix Mexicanos, bro. That that they're like have their tacos or whatever, or just any food that they eat. Or like, where's that salsa? You know, just like putting tons of salsa, bro. And I'm like, dude, He's you're Mexican, just drowning. You yeah, I can say that I'm Mexican. <laughs> you can see me in the video too. I'm Mexican. Yeah, I'm brown. <laughs> Somewhere. I'm just going to change a hue and make you white. <laughs> <laughs> Your Mexican card revoked. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I'm telling you, bro. They uh, they, they just put salsa in everything. They, they like, oh, we like it spicy. I'm like, why do you want it spicy, bro? Just enjoy your food. I mean, they spent all this time making the food. Yeah. And you're just going to like, okay, you know, put a little sauce here just kind of get the, the taste of it and kind of get you know, the, the little spice to it and, you know, the kick in your mouth. That's okay, but dude, they're like drowning it in like salsa and drowning it like in. I don't see anything wrong with that. Oh, bro, no way, bro. And then later on, they're they're like, "Oh my god, my stomach hurts." I'm like, "Why does your stomach hurt?" I don't know. I'm like, "Well, you ate like a pound of salsa in your taco, bro. That's what you did. Some taco with your salsa, yeah, bro. Exactly. I feel I feel you. I'm all about the the green sauce." Salsa Verde? Yeah, Salsa Verde. See, that's how I say that white, whitely. Yeah. Salsa Verde. Bro, I, I already Wait, know, I'm man. Not, I'm my wife part. makes fun of me for that all the time. Your wife's white, though. She is, but she's, so she's, she's more Hispanic than I am, though. I can understand that. Like, we went to Mexico <laughs> recently, and she was doing all the... <laughs> all the, <laughs> the <talk>. order. <laughs> so, but, but people naturally assumed it was 
that they should talk to me. Yeah, because you're so, around. Yeah, so all of them are like, you know, they go into it instantly, pop, 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 pop. I'm like, eh. and I would look at Laura, you know, <laughs> my, my, my wife's white, so they'll, they'll, she'll look at me and she's like, he's asking what you want to drink. <laughs> And I just look like a deer in the headlights. I'm like, water, please. Or uno agua. Una agua, por favor. And you're like, I speak English too, sir. You just, I'm just asking you in Spanish. That's actually the, the case. They're like, but they would apologize. They're like, oh, I thought you were Mexican. And then I feel immediately offended. I'm like, well, I am, but. Yeah, but I look the part, but I'm not the part. So. They would say it like that too. Oh, I thought you were Mexican. I, I didn't realize you're from, you know, the Netherlands. Or <laughs> the Himalayas. Your Asian, Asian side, bro, is more. Yeah. That's what it is. That's why. I'm also half Filipino, if y'all, y'all didn't know that. Yeah, Drew's so. Filipino. But it'd be the same case in the Philippines. I'd be like, huh? Like, and Laura, would, Filipino? she would still probably know. That's a bad mix, though, because I mean, even the Philippines, you know, they speak, oh, they speak Spanish there, too, bro. Thanks. You're it's like, a bad mix. <laughs> it's a bad mix. Not a bad mix, bro. No, your mix is okay. I mean, it's good. It's, it's not okay. bad. <laughs> but to me, so, like, so. But like, if you're like, living, if you went to the Philippines and you're like, they spoke like more Spanish because, I mean, they were conquered by the spanish <laughs> i don't know or they yes they finally they finally was liberated from the span spaniards spanish the spaniards. people spain yeah <laughs> so they speak spanish there too right yeah it's very spanish oriented yeah and then you don't speak tagalog Mm-mm. so you, bro i'm telling you if you go to the philippines you're just you're just jacked that's it you can't even no they it's the same thing most people speak english yeah what's the most dominant language out there you know yeah I'm not saying that as an excuse. I, I think you should do a little bit of learning if you're going to travel somewhere. No. Yeah. <laughs> Learn English. That's a, that's American. <laughs> that's such an American thing. What? The learning we, English? No, we, we go everywhere expecting everyone speaks English. Well, not expecting. So I'm not telling you to completely like forget your dialect, you know, your language. Just you can speak it. Go ahead. Oh, that sounds great. That sounds beautiful. Beautiful language. I want a cheeseburger, please. You know, <laughs> but just like, okay, well, can you get on my level now? Like, you know, I speak English. Like, if I can try to understand what you're trying to say, but, you know, I'm not going to do that. I'm not. It you depends know. where you're traveling, though, because there are like tourist destinations. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. And then there they know we're catering to different. So, you know, what was interesting in Mexico, the the part of Mexico that we went to, they were um, they're they actually prepared to speak multiple languages. And I was I thought that was super impressive. Well, yeah, I mean, just I mean, just like any language here, if you're in San Antonio, they're gonna they'll pay you more to make, to learn dual language. If you're bilingual, your course is a plus because you're just like, well, you can only speak to the English people because people that only speak English, that's you know, that's your people you're catering to. But now you can speak Spanish, that'd be great. If you speak you know Chinese or you know Mandarin and all that stuff or whatever. Then, you know, that's even better because we can actually put you in international calls or whatever. Yeah. Well, we went to this place and the guy, we had like a, a tour guide. Mm-hmm. The dude was telling me, he's like, you know, we actually don't have a lot of Americans come here into just like the last two years. But before that, it was a whole bunch of Germans, hmm. Germans and uh, like Swedish. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah. So uh, a couple of us actually know German because we had so many people. And then sure enough. One of the people in my group was German, and we like hit it up uh, pretty quick. Like he, he was super friendly. Him and his wife, mm. um, he, but he knew English. Oh. He actually knew some Duh. Spanish too. Yeah, he. <laughs> it was it was hilarious because so this is how much prep, how little prep I did, because 
I I learned like enough Spanish where I could kind of like order stuff or recognize yeah. phrases. But he the guide was telling everyone in there in our group, <laughs> half of them were Spanish. And so he's like, okay, if you speak English, I want you to stand over here. And then if you're doing Spanish over here. And so he tells it instructions in Spanish. And then he's like, who's still here? He needs English. And it was just me and Laura. And the German guy didn't speak up, right? He was just sitting there. I'm like, you're the whitest one in our group. <laughs> you don't need any help. You don't need English. And then he's like, uh, I have some important details I need to know. So I raised my hand and he said something in Spanish. He was like, oh, no, we're fine. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. Even he knows <laughs> Spanish. I was like, man, I'm... I'm no good. <laughs> I would want to be you, bro. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't, sp- I speak Spanish, but I just, it's not like perfect. You know, I'm like 60% there, 70%, I think maybe I can yeah. get by, you know, we need to do a trip to Mexico, bro. And then I'll just like, whatever you say, bro. Cause <laughs> I'll be lost. <laughs> no way, dude. So when we, okay, we did the mission trips to Bolivia. Remember when we, we had, we only did two and I was on the second, second, uh, time around my sister and my brother-in-law went the first time and they enjoyed it but they you know the second time around i went ended up going to bolivia and you you would think you know spanish there would be the same here you know in san antonio mm-hmm. so we we got it to bolivia and we actually checked into the hotel because we were going to get all our stuff and you know then we we're going to go to the church services and whatever we needed to do for the missionary trip so we went to the hotel and of course, the basic Spanish I know, I know they want to, you know, I don't know if you go to a hotel and they give you like your guest information card and you just kind of fill that out. Yeah. So I asked him, I said, excuse me, you know, can I borrow a pen and a pluma? And the lady was just like, what? And I said, una pluma, por favor, you know, para escribir, you know, to, to write. And she was like, ¿cuántos años? Like, how old are you? Like in Spanish, ¿cuántos años tienes? You know, I'm like, <laughs> You know, I'm like 16 or 15. I think it was like 15 or 16 at the time when we went. And she was like, Tu eres 16 y quieres una pluma? And I'm like, Yeah, like I want a pen. Like I need a pen. And she finally figured out. She's like, Oh, una bolígrafo. Una bolígrafo is a pen as well in Spanish. Uh-huh. Una bolígrafo. And she, I was like, Yeah, una pluma. She's like, No, 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 mijo. Like una pluma aquí en Bolivia is like a prostitute. <laughs> and I was just like, well, I don't want that. I want a bolígrafo, you know. <laughs> Give me a pen, bro. Like, I don't want a pen. You know, I want a pen. I mean, I mean, I want a pen, yeah. not a pluma, you know. <laughs> so, you know, in different area, different areas, parts of the country, you know, different things are different meanings. And I'm just like, well, I don't want a pluma. I want a pen, you know. Yeah. I want a bolígrafo. <laughs> so it's, that's why she had asked me twice, and I was just like, no, like I don't want that, you know. I'm here with a mission trip. God bless you, sister. You know, yo se le you know. You have your like church shirt on, and everything. yeah, you know, going <laughs> Jason, you know, for Jesus, whatever, you know. I'm just like, Jason no, pluma, <laughs> pluma. I you, need pluma. <laughs> tu vendes hot cheeses? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I got to get out of this country. No, dude. How was, old were you then? I think I was like 15. I went my sophomore year. Oh, okay. In high school. Oh, I just, which was a long time ago, which I'm not going to say anything. That else. didn't age you. That was last year, bro. Yeah, it was last year, a couple yeah. years ago. Sophomore year. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, it was fun, bro. But it was just like, like, Oh man, so I had my CD player. That's when you know, okay, when I was how old I am because I had a CD player like <laughs> on the plane, bro. Because that was like my iPod, bro. iPods weren't even invented then. Bro, what would we, you even do with yourself without like? I have like a billion movies on my phone. 
Yeah, on your phone, but yeah. the, the phones weren't. <laughs> yeah, that's when you actually had the little disc player, you know, the little portable disc player to watch your, your movies that yeah. were on DVD. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have a DVD player, though. It was yeah, that was like, that was then. premium stuff. Only like the rich people had that. And you had to pull out this big, like, fat, like, VH, VH, VHS thing. <laughs> And it had a flip lid with a small <laughs> screen that's like. <laughs> Do you remember when the, the the movies would come out in the big disc at you know the schools? Yeah, those big discs were actually videos. Of, you know, it was just like, oh my goodness, bro, you more in the nineteen hundreds. Like, <laughs> just fade, bro, fade so much, bro. What was that? Isn't that cool, bro? Vinyls. <laughs> They had vital. That's what they were. Bro. You remember when we used to play music on the phonograph, and you just had to crank it. <laughs> <laughs> it's 1950. We started war. <laughs> Japan has bombed Pearl Harbor. <laughs> Whoa! Turn it up. Here, like, turn it up. <laughs> you got to crank it. One of those, <laughs> yeah. those horn, the horn things they put in your ear. <laughs> what did you say? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you remember those those things? I think people were, yes. were deaf. They had to put one of those horn things. They're like, yeah, speak into horn, please. Like oh, early hearing aids. Yeah, yeah, those are the early hearing aids, bro. They didn't have electric horn, hearing aids, bro. Yeah, that was their their. It was like full of wax at the end of the year. <laughs> oh, that's oh, gross, bro. Oh, <laughs> Give me the shivers. Eating green bean casserole. Like, mm, what? Can green. you pass the corn? Happy Thanksgiving. Just pour the corn in it. <laughs> <laughs> Just shut up. That's where the, oh, my goodness, bro. Eat um, the corn from the horn. <laughs> so we're talking about the pilgrims, bro. And me and my wife were talking about this stuff. Like, so. Okay. Okay. Perfect segue. History, ahead. history, and all this Thanksgiving stuff, right? Uh-huh. So, okay, we were talking about okay when Thanksgiving was happening. This was the new America, right? When people were coming from where the Protestants, right? They were talking about the Protestants, yeah, Protestants. that were coming yeah. in from the, on the Mayflower. They arrived in the new land, which yeah. they thought was was this okay? Was this before this was? No, no. Before, so you're you're thinking Columbus pre, pre uh, he preceded. Uh, when people from um, England came, yeah. So the founding of America was uh, much later, much much later, right? Yeah. But so like we were early we already on, had arrived. People were from different from the from Europe, right, in that area. Yeah, we were starting to settle it, like you know, French and um, uh, English and Spanish. Mm-hmm. They're all like claiming territories. So people were already in. The United States, well, the New America, right? Right, right. This well, when, I mean, it depends. On, I don't know what era of history you're, you're talking about. The Native like, Americans. The, so the whole part of as far as Thanksgiving, you know how they were talking about. Oh Native- yeah, yeah, okay. So that's when we have the thirteen or the colonies are being formed at that point. Okay, so then we were already we were already establishing. We hadn't broke from. Uh, we we weren't independent yet. We weren't in. That's before the independence. Yeah, you know, before we had the war against. Uh, England. England, yeah. From, from the Queen. We are very good at history, folks. The King, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, go, sorry, go ahead. So, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking, so Thanksgiving was before that, right? I'm uh-huh. assuming. So was that during, okay, was Columbus, was that during the Columbus time or no? Columbus. I, I did my history. Christopher like, Columbus? Yeah. Bro, that's like way. Way oh, before, right? Yeah, it's way before. Okay. You're thinking about when um, most of Europe at the time thought that it was India. India. That's why they, yeah. Yeah. No, that, that was way before. Wow. Yeah. What's it? Um, so when do we have turkey? <laughs> <laughs> when did turkey come? When did turkey come in and 
with the, this whole Native Americans with you know with the Indians. Of course, they're trying to. You know, it's not Indians, but it's Native Americans. Uh, I'd say culture. probably somewhere in the fourteen hundreds. No, that's too early. Fifteen hundreds. It's like probably sixteen, seventeen hundreds. Sixteen. So you know, like we we gained independence. We, in like we were just establishing the, the colonies. Yeah. So we were just getting, but then of course they were wanting to attack the patriots and all the people that were coming over from England. Yes. And that's when this whole war started, and that's when we gained independence from the English. English. The English. And now we speak English. Yeah. Better English. Uh, you know what? So there's actually an interesting thing about linguistics, but uh, anyways, you're talking about where Turkey came from. Yeah. Right. I think that's just, that was what was in, um, it's Turkey's native to, to North America, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Just, it was, that was, that's what we had. We ate it. Benjamin Franklin wanted uh, our national bird to be a turkey. A turkey. Yeah. Right. So I am assuming that it was just because there was an abundance of them and they were dumb enough to... Um, there's a lot. There's yeah. still a lot. Yeah, they are great. I love. Well, them. we domesticated them, them like the chicken. Yeah, and so there was a young, uh, a a faster, more spry turkey. The ones we have now are like super fat. Oh yeah, they're nice and fat. Yeah, dude. Same they're, thing with chickens. They're super fat, bro. They, it's like super bad for their health. Like we pump, inject them with stuff to make their like uh, muscle, their meat more juicy, mm-hmm. and um. Apparently, it's like it, it kills them. It, but the point, the point of the matter, it doesn't matter because they're gonna die anyway. We're gonna die anyway. We're gonna kill them. We're gonna eat them. Man, you're making the case for veganism now. <laughs> you know, well, I saw. But, I, but check this out. But even like in in Japan, right? So Japan people, people in Japan eat raw chicken. No, and they the, don't. They yeah, eat raw chicken. Yeah. So okay, this is the reason why the farm raised chicken is pure, just as if you were eating corn. You don't I mean, eat salmonella. No, because salmonella is actually stuff that's injected into a chicken that causes the chicken, the raw chicken, for us not to eat raw chicken. Oh. That's why uh, That's why people are like, you can't eat raw chicken. It's very bad for you. Yeah, of course you can eat raw chicken. It, it's just because it's so pumped with so much stuff that, you know, that causes the salmonella of, of you know, you eating raw chicken. But in Japan, they can eat raw chicken because those are actually chickens that are farm-raised, like... Okay, well, you're telling me you would eat a, a, a raw chicken if I raised it on my balcony? Maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no, like, like in certain restaurants, like certain people, like they serve, are able to serve raw. Like they cook it, like just like our steak. You know, we cook our steaks. You know, it's medium, medium rare, and all that stuff. It, exact same thing. They have they have the chicken. They cook it, uh-huh. but they still have like a slither of like a of pink in the middle. Like it's a delicacy. Like it's really good. Like they, you're able to eat raw chicken, but we can't eat raw chicken because it's so. Like I said, it's pumped up with so much, you know, all the chemicals, chemicals and all that stuff because of the population of you know the, of United States and delivery system and all that stuff. It's just gotta. It's you gotta ever, last. If you ever see the conditions of how these chickens are raised, which is why there's a whole bunch of like outrage. About I don't want to see that stuff, bro. I want to enjoy my chicken. Like <laughs> yeah, but you ha- you have to. <laughs> yeah, I know. You have to know. But I think there's enough people that are are raising enough concern that they're trying to change. I don't know how to feel about that. Like, because I'm, I'm definitely not a vegan. I'm not a vegetarian. I no, like my I, lo- meat. I love my meat too. But to be able to facilitate that much chicken and meat for a country of like I forget how many uh, billions, billions, um, you have to resort to like mass 
I think it's like seven billion. Seven billion. Yeah, seven eight six billion. to seven something six like to that. Seven billion. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have to do some of that stuff, and so there was a documentary a couple of years ago. Tyson, huh? With Tyson? Yeah, Tyson was part of it because yeah. I don't know if it's still the case, but like, there's four companies that own and and uh, manage all of the meat industry in the United States, mm-hmm. and Tyson's one of them. Yeah. Um, and so people were like, they don't let the anyone film their uh farms yeah the inside because they're just ginormous warehouses where their chickens are like literally shoulder to shoulder no walking room and they're just sitting there in their own feces Mm -hmm. and and they they feed them in that same space and then when they're ready they just kind of like haul them off so their whole life is like from egg incubated to those mass storage facilities and then killed you know so what more do you want though i mean you, you just like you have to i mean what do they, what do you do then in this case? You know, you well, have to feed people. I mean, you're, you're going to want to go to Walmart or H. I, I don't get my meat from Walmart. I'm sorry. I got to go to HB because it's a local grocery and it's Texas is awesome. Yeah. Anybody outside of Texas, I'm sorry. We're praying for you. <laughs> Anyways, so HB, you know, they have, you know, farm, farm raised stuff and all, you know, their chicken. You, you want to go and just grab some, you know, you want to make some chicken tenders. You want to make, you know, whatever. You just go to HB and buy some chicken breasts, right? Chicken tenders, chicken legs, whatever. I mean, can you imagine if they did, you know, the shortages? Yeah, there'll be way too many. And then price of the price of that chicken will be even higher. Yeah, no. And I think that's the externality of like low cost food Yep, is you have to reduce cost. And that's what's happened is because we demand the lowest cost of everything in the United States. That's what you get yep. is you get a giant conglomerate that controls everything. And they don't care about the condition of the food. But, like, at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's an animal. PETA's going to hate me for saying this, so they hear this episode. It's but, a delicious animal. Um, they're delicious, right? <laughs> it, 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 I think if that's something that you are concerned about, then we as a people have to do better and make those decisions, which is what is happening right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like So, like, organic, these, ter- these like, you know, buzzwords that are coming out. Chemical-free. Um, Chemical-free, farm-raised. Um all that's there, but it, it comes at a cost because they can't operate at the same level as have you yeah because they're, they're they're different. And have you ever had like an organic chicken? Yeah, yeah, right. Organic bananas, maybe. I don't know. So if you actually taste bananas the same way, I mean, of course, organic you know bananas are grown you know in different countries as well. Organic bananas are way sweeter than a regular banana. Really? Oh, it's it's, it's a total difference. And I mean, I guess with the chicken as well. I mean, you're gonna they're probably a lot smaller too. You're paying a a, a higher price even for a smaller product because yeah. I mean, and then the the weight of it, and plus you know, and the price of it per pound is just like wow. But then you want eat healthy. You want to eat that you know non chemical you know product you know that doesn't have anything in it you know inj- uh, injected or in you know for salt water stuff like that that's inside the chicken as well. Like they'll they'll pay that farm raised chicken, you know. I, don't know, I forgot some brand. What is it? Organic. I mean, HEB sells organic stuff too, you know. Yeah. But they're all local, local brand, local companies that are in Texas. That's that why I like HEB for that. I love it Be, yeah, because they're the ones that change that. Those are the ones who make the decisions. Really, yeah, is not the consumer because everyone always puts the the blame on consumers. Like, well, it's your fault because you don't buy farm raised. It's like, well. 
if all I'm peddled at, at my Super One Foods is <laughs> Tyson chicken for two cents a piece, of course I'm going to go for that. Why would I go for a five dollar chicken? Yeah, you know. Uh, but like, if you make strategic partnerships with you know farms that do farm raised stuff, um, then you get better optics. People appreciate it, and you get better tasting stuff. There is a there's articles of, of people like buying a whole cow. For straight from the farm, and they they pay their butcher to, to to like I think like three or four families. Like if you get like two or three, like three or four families together to buy one cow straight from the farm, you know, it's farm raised and all that. It's a lot cheaper and actually a lot healthier, and you'll get it from your butcher. But how many people can do that? That's I guess that's why it's not so common. I think it would be better though. It would be. You just, I mean, you just put them in the freezer. I mean, they're not going to go bad because they're not injected with any of these, you know, chemicals or anything like that or been, you know, put into different areas. But I mean, they say it's much better if you just buy the cow straight from the farm. Ideally, if everyone lived near a farm and that could be done and there are enough butchers per, per, per household, then I, I mean, obviously that'd be the way to go. I think that's why Texas Roadhouse, like the restaurant. Mm hmm. I think that's the way they, they they do so well in the restaurants because they have their own actual butchers in mm-hmm. in house in the restaurant. They probably have relationships with like specific farms and stuff too. Yeah, dude. Yeah, their stock price is really good though. Mm. They're really well. Yeah, yeah. They do awesome here in Texas. Mm-hmm. They're good. obviously Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> they're actually not just in Texas, but there are other locations. Oh, really? Yeah, outside the state. You know what's interesting? So it's so funny. Uh, in the south side where I live, just outside of my, um, uh, outside of my my street. <laughs> what street is that? <laughs> <laughs> they're they're going to dox me now, all the PETA people. <laughs> so very generically south side. Yeah, <laughs> south side. Um, it's funny. There's a park and they have this trail and it's a beautiful park. Like they actually made it really nice. And um, if you walk the trail from beginning to end, I love it because you start getting these scents once you get to one end of the the trail mm-hmm. because it leads to the main road and right across the main road once at the, at the very end of the trail is a Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I always tell Laura and then right behind it is a Krispy Kreme and a 54th Street. Mm. So like you you're like pushing yourself to run or like to do a walk and yeah. right at the end you get to reward yourself with Roadhouse. <laughs> you're like I did well. Let me get some Roadhouse. Yeah, exactly. And oh, Krispy, Krispy Kreme just behind dessert. Yeah. Exactly. I did well. And he had to walk back. And then you just counteract everything he did, but it's fine. Because you, know? <laughs> you had a good experience. It's a great experience. Uh, but I was going to say, um, there was a business that opened right beside it, and they did barbecue. Oh, yeah. And this is how much Texans love steak. Because you would think that both businesses would do really well, and Roadhouse demolished them. Oh, yeah. And they're gone. Yeah. They went out of business and Roadhouse still stands. And if you drive there like any any time of the day. It's packed. It's always packed. Always. Um, so whatever they're doing, they're doing well. And but the thing is, you got to also understand is that Texas knows about their barbecue, bro. And they know good barbecue. Yeah. It was, that's, that's the thing. You can't do franchise barbecue in mm-hmm. Texas. And that's the problem. Rudy's is like the only closest thing. But Rudy's is actually locally. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No. It's it's not true franchise. Yeah. Like if not, Applebee's decided to make like a barbecue franchise, yeah, would, people would like, no, we ain't going. Yeah, they're like, no, that's dumb. That's just stupid. <laughs> Bro, you know what's really good barbecue here uh, on Southside? All right. 
Two Brothers. Two Brothers? I don't know. Is, is it right down the street? It's called 2M. 2M. There you go. 2M Smokehouse. 2M Smokehouse. It's like this little, looks like nothing off the side of the road because you go on WW White. Yeah. And it's like right by like a defunct Sofa King um, <laughs> furniture, store, place? furniture place. Like it, that, a, it, it's a all a buy here, pay here type of mattress place. Yeah. Well, they bought a spot there and it just looks like nothing at first. But their barbecue is amazing, dude. Dude, that's the places you want to go. Yeah. That's the place you want to go. Because those are the people that, are like, that get up at like 2 o'clock and 3 o'clock in the morning to get the fire ready. Or even that that even have fire going all the time because it's so good. They have, the brisket is you know, it's the bomb. That's when you know it's good because they have no dining space. It's all just uh, pits. Mm-hmm. They have like an area dedicated to pits and then like a small little area where you can you can sort of sit. Yeah. But they expect you to like get your stuff and go. Get out of here. Cause yeah. We got to serve. And yeah. and that's what I love about it is their sign says it, they don't have hours. It's like. Until, show, until it's gone. Until it's gone. That's the, literally what they say. Yeah. And so you're like, okay, this is good stuff. Yeah. Because you know that it, that product is going to be, you know, want, people are going to want it. And yeah. You got to get there early to get it. We should go now. Dude, they make a mac and cheese. Um, <laughs> yeah, talk about mac and cheese. They put, um, I always say it wrong, but whatever. Panko, bro. No, it's not panko. They use um, chicharron. Chicharron. Yeah. Oh, that's something different. Yeah, dude. And they crumble it. And so like when you buy it there and you're eating there, mm-hmm. they put it on there for you. But when you take it to go, they give you a little side container. Bag. Oh, a little. Oh. And you, you just put it yourself. You put it, and it's like fresh, bro. Oh, my gosh, bro. It's so good. I never thought of that combination, but like, bro. That my, sounds great. Yeah. I never thought of what you said on, but that's pretty good too. Yeah. It's like bacon, but it's just the outside of the skin part. That's really yeah. good. Dude, Dude, I don't care about you, Peter. We we love animals, yeah. especially <laughs> yeah. the way they're cooked. Dude, yeah. I'm I'm all about, like even for like for Christmas, like, I think I'm thinking about getting a, a rib roast. Yeah. Prime rib bro. I don't know what prime prime is really good though, but it's just really, really expensive. Yeah. But it's Christmas time, bro, you know? Yeah. When else are you gonna do it? You might as well do it during Christmas. Yeah. I Celebrate mean, the season with your family oh, and man. a prime rib roast. I don't know. I don't want to buy it for my whole family. <laughs> <laughs> Just for you? Just for me and my wife, probably. There was a year, because um, I'd always heard like people talk about Wagyu, Wagyu beef. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I really want to try that. And, but I didn't want to go to like a, a restaurant where they serve it and it's like, you know, $102 for... True Wagyu beef actually only come from different locations within the United States. Like Dallas. Dallas is one of the one of the hubs where they actually sell real, real Wagyu beef. Yeah. Like coming from like China or Japan or something like that or Tokyo. Or well, it's even rarer to get it from Japan because of the way it, shipping works. Like you wouldn't get the authentic flavoring yeah. by the time it's preserved and it gets here. So you have to have authorized farming where they do the same farming techniques that they do in, in uh, Japan. Japan. So a, a lot of what we have here that is Wagyu beef is is actually farmed in the U.S. Because mm-hmm. there's no way you could get it at the quality that the, J- the Japanese use because they're very strict about it there. Oh, yeah. Right. And they, they, get act, the, they get the cows drunk, I think it is. They use like they, they feed them sake. And like they, certain, they massage them too. They massage yeah. them like, like, here you go, good cow. Yeah, drink your sake. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, get it nice and it's really, really <laughs> crazy right now. But yeah. I'm just talking to a cow. I'm talking to a cow. Oh, I can feel it breathe. Yeah, 
be nice and fat cow. It's oh, cre- oh right there. <laughs> <laughs> the cow just kind of like leaning into. It. Oh yeah, I've just had a rough day. <laughs> to the back. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we bought we bought one. Um, we bought one for each other, like a ginormous thick cut at Central Market. Oh man, that had to be like at least eighty bucks. It was expensive. I'll just say that it was expensive. But it was it was so worth it, bro. And oh, no man. no seasoning, just just yeah. butter. Let it you know um, just sizzle, and it was about like medium, almost medium rare. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, the, and I'm telling you, the steak was like camera about like that thick. Wow, dude. And um, Laura perfectly see, uh, like seared it. So good, dude. Man, where I, was where was I at this time, bro? It was like it was like I think we got it like for our anniversary. We just did it for ourselves. We could have celebrated the same. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, let, let, let's get some wagyu beef together. We'll do that. But there is something I I used to think that was all hype. I was like, that's not real. No, bro. There is something about wagyu beef that is actually genuinely really good. Because yeah. you look at the fibers when you look at the you do cut the mar- the marbling. The marbling is different on oh, wagyu yeah. beef, and it's all just like that fatty, but baked into inside the meat. the meat oh that's so it just melts in your mouth bro it was oh, easy bro. dude you didn't even need a knife yeah you don't need a knife i would take my fork and kind of just press it down like a, like a slice of cake <laughs> and it was an after church podcast yeah i know foodie wise bro yeah. <laughs> it's like the food cert this, this uh, the food section of it we talk about food all the time bro. yeah i know i'm talking to me bro i'm a baby boy <laughs> I like food, bro. inevitably it comes back to food with us man it's cool we're pentecostal yeah pentecostal okay, plenty costals plenty costals because we're all the time. Yeah. I love it. That's but cool, bro. It was good. I recommend it. If you, I mean, I'll, I think you, I, I don't think it's that much a better of an experience than like a really good steak. Uh-huh. Um, I think you can, you could get a similar experience with like a, 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 a prime rib or like a, you know, T-bone. Prime's pretty good. The prime eight, prime one is, I mean, especially at HB, they sell, they're pretty good meat. It's just easier to make it with a Wagyu. It's like, Unless you're um, terrible at like searing cooking. steak, <laughs> um, you're gonna get more consistent flavor. Yeah. As opposed to like if you get like flank steak or something. If you in, if you cook your meat, well done. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> I hate that, bro. I don't know why so, people do that. You're just chewing. Yeah. Your jaws you got. Might as well just order jerky. Yeah, Eat it's jerky. it's one step from jerky. Yeah, it's don't don't do that. I I do like jerky though. I like jerky too, but not steak jerky. I want to, you know, I want actually dehydrated jerky, but not like burnt steak, bro. That's people don't do that. Yeah, you spend good money on meat. You want to make sure you get the taste of it, bro. Exactly. You want the cow still mooing while you're eating it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> One of those toys that turn around. Yeah, <laughs> that cow goes. <laughs> Dude, speaking of toys, bro. We, I mean, Christmas time coming up, bro. Now, I mean, Thanksgiving's done. Mm-hmm. We all spend our money on today's Black Friday. Today's Black Friday, African American Friday. <laughs> oh <laughs> wow! I'm you You're gonna get us canceled. We're getting canceled, bro. I'm sorry. I'm just, no Black Friday. We call, it's Black Friday. I don't do any shopping though. Oh. I know a lot of people go out there and shop though. Stand in line like in the middle of the night, like two o'clock in the morning, just to get like a tablet that's maybe like twenty bucks cheaper. Yeah, you know they're just getting they're raising the price. You know the actual price of the tablet is like a hundred bucks, and they're like, oh, we're selling it for eighty nine dollars. Yeah. But then the actual real price is really $89 and it should be like $6. Oh, yeah. No, 
I think there was like so if you trace it back in history in in, in, in like consumer history, mm-hmm. there was probably a genuine time where they needed to use Black Friday to move product, mm-hmm. right? So it's like this is a weird phase in our um, financial or you know whatever you call it the the year end of year end of year whatever like all this product we got to get out of here because it's just going to sit and lose money and so black friday became an opportunity to just shoot stuff out at really low prices Mm. but now companies recognize that people's interest are peaked regardless of what they're going to sell yeah and so now it's products that are geared for black friday to get you in the door and then buy even more what would you stand in line for like on black friday like if there's something that you saw like Wow, this is great Black Friday prices. I'm going to get this because I actually like this. Almost nothing. <laughs> nothing? I dude, I did Black Friday one time. Uh-huh. Um and it was cuz at the time I was just dating Laura and she needed a computer for school and I was like I actually just wanted to know what the um Was this the time when we went the same the same night? I think we did. Did you get the same laptop? No, I didn't have money then. Oh. I just came for the lines. <laughs> well, yeah, I I just wanted to experience it. So I I um, it was at the Best Buy right here, right? No, no, it was Walmart. We went to Walmart. Oh, they had a laptop deal, and this is when I learned the deceptive practices of um uh, of these of Black companies Friday. Uh, Black Friday mm-hmm. because it was a specific laptop that I didn't find it until like a much later. They manufacture it explicitly. For Black Friday. So what they do is they use... Um, less memory. Less memory. like So it's configured way less, but on the surface it looks good. Um, and then they use ter- bad parts. So it, all the stuff that you don't think of, the periphery stuff, so like the hinges. Yeah, yeah. They're plastic instead of aluminum or metal. Wow. You know, the internal frame, the chassis. And so all that adds up, It's you might have saved like $250, but at the end of the day, you're only going to use a product for a year, year. which is what ended up happening. And then where do you go? You go back to the same company. Um, And buy the more expensive product because you knew that the product you had was the cheapest. Yeah. And so that's all they need. They need to get you in the door. And it's actually a term for it. I can't remember it right now, but companies know this. And so they work with manufacturers and say, so Walmart will work with like Huawei or not Huawei no more, but... um, you know those those off Wayfair, maybe Wayfair. No, but like oh. the the weird electronic brands you, you you don't see very often, like Element. Yeah, Element. Like the, all the TV ones that are like weird that they're not Samsung, they're not like Philips, or they're not, they're not the, the name brands. The name brand stuff, right? It's all the old school stuff that you find at the Dollar General. Yeah, they still work with Samsung too, and they come at them at the beginning of the year and say, "We need you to make a Black Friday TV," and then they do the same stuff. They use inferior um internal parts but they could still tell you 4k which is a buzzword right yeah people don't really understand what that means but it's like 4k high definition uh (laughs) kettle's like hey what up i'm down for black friday and they count on us to be there because you need to buy the one the one item gets you in the door you miss it and it's a psychological thing. You feel like you missed out, and so you don't want to feel like you you lost. Yeah, people see it as a uh, a competition. So you you go walking in with something else, and that's how they actually move the product. Because you might have gone in like I'm going to get the two hundred fifty dollar TV, but there's no more TVs. But you, I'm getting the crock pot for a hundred bucks. Yeah, but you end up buying more than that, mm. especially because it's right up on Christmas season. So yeah. you go in with one hundred fifty dollars in your pocket, but you leave buying a thousand dollars worth of product. It's crazy, dude. 
and all just because of stupid TV that like Walmart worked out with Element. Like, just make it. And I think I think more for electronics on that type of thing. Like, yeah. dude, when I went, when I went, I spent like ten bucks, and it was because it was on not Tupperware, but like the 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 uh, those plastic, I guess Tupperware, right? Like, what would you call them? Yeah, uh, Tupperware. But what's what's that brand that they have? Um, Ziploc, I think, like Ziploc. I guess, well, dude, there were like a fifty piece like of Tupperware, of plastic. Oh, wear. yeah, yeah. You're talking about like meal prep. Yeah, like meal prep type of things. I yeah. was like, dude, I need this. I'm like ten bucks. I'm like, cool, ten bucks. And I think that's the only thing I spend on, and maybe some flashlights. Yeah, <laughs> or like a dollar a piece. That, dude, yeah, I don't want. I don't spend that much money, bro. I think I've done it once. I think buying like a crock pot for like twenty bucks. Yeah. That's that's actually the, in my opinion, so proctoring with that, is the way to make Black Friday work for you is make your decisions like three or four months out. Yeah. And so like if you know you need something, so say you are in the market for a TV or a crock pot. Um, if you need it immediately, then the cost to buy it then and there is better than waiting four months. But if say you, you, you have some time to give monitor the prices for three to four months and then when black friday comes along if it's a genuine drop then, then you win go for it yeah then you then you actually get what you need but what tends to happen is the price doesn't vary very much anymore not really so like uh like for instance um consoles right which is probably a hot ticket item right now this year for kids is they want to get a hold of a ps5 or something like that which is really hard to get how much does it usually cost like about five hundred bucks. Gosh. Yeah, but the the manufacturer already knows it's worth it. We have no need to incentivize or drop the price. So they what they do is they get you in the door for like an accessory or a game. Come in and buy the buy it, this PlayStation, but we only have a limited stock that comes with an extra controller and the, the, yeah, something special in that in that package of of that console. Right. It comes and, with it comes with, with controllers or. Yeah, and people will go insane for that stuff. Yeah, even though the controller, like, it's like ninety percent profit margin for them to manufacture. Gosh, and we go crazy over it, right? Um, but if you're in the market to buy a PS5, if you that's what you were doing all year long, then be on the lookout for the price shifting. No, oh, dude, I don't, I don't have people can spend so much money right now on their kids, dude, with these toys, bro. I didn't get. Well, I'm not gonna lie about that. I got some good stuff yeah. for Christmas. I mean, how was your Christmas? Did you ever get like good stuff that you wanted? Like, I would say, yeah, no, I had I had a good, uh, I had good Christmases growing up. Yeah. Um, well, I was the young, see, I was the, I was the baby. I mean, you're the middle child. Though. Yeah. Oh, well, I was the baby for the longest until Adam. Oh came yeah, out. Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Ruined everything, man. No, <laughs> That's what they say about me now. Yeah. My sister says the same thing. She's like, oh, when life was a lot easier, then Jason came along. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bruce. My yeah, bad. My bad. Yeah, we, but it was funny because like back in the day when I was getting Christmas gifts, they were like cleaning products or cleaning stuff, like a toy vacuum or a toy. Oh broom. yeah, yeah, yeah. The I'm little like, vacuum with yeah. the popping balls. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even those. No, those are the toddler ones, yeah, bro. <laughs> those are the baby ones, bro. Those are. The, I'm talking about like when I'm seven years old or six years old. They're yeah. like it comes with like the little cleaning, you know, broom and the vacuum cleaner. What it doesn't really vacuum, but it's just like yeah. Dude, and now nowadays it's just like my kids. I mean, I give them good stuff. I'm like, but they have tons of toys, dude, and they have all these toys. And I don't, I don't know. I think if I can just get them like 
they can only have like maybe five good toys to play with. I'm like, that's all you need. Yeah. Like, I don't want them playing in the tablet all day, you know? It's just crazy. Yeah, it's I I, I kinda like worry about that, you know, um when Laura and I become parents one one of these days. Mm-hmm. Is uh how will we treat that for our children? Because it's so um it, it's such a big industry now. It helps though. <laughs> Why well, I, I can imagine, yeah. I mean, well, sure. like YouTube, like even YouTube. I mean, YouTube's enough, you know. Yeah. But it's funny because even like my children, like they're smart. My daughter's smart, but you know, a lot of the educational videos that they see, it's it's helped. I'm not trying to put them all in front of the screen the whole day, you know. But it's something like, okay, now it's time to kind of step away. You know, let's eat some lunch. Let's color. You know, let's practice on your writing. You know, stuff like that. But you know, I mean, they they do learn a lot from just YouTube. I mean, but you know, they the alphabet. It comes with songs. You know, the numbers. I mean, I have no doubt they can probably speak a language. If I just put like a bunch of you know learning Chinese or learning you know Spanish, that they can easily pick it up and they'll probably learn it. You yeah. know, faster than I can teach them in doing that. Yeah. So what I think about that is that so there's there, there's a camp of people that are like. That's terrible. Media has ruined our children, right? And they're they're all about the ones that like reserve and pull themselves away. And like, my kid will never see an iPad or blah blah blah. So I think it's kind of I'm half and half in thinking of that because I think one we actually don't recognize yet the benefits of having technology incorporated yeah. at them young at a young age. Because you look, there's toddlers that know how to operate computers, tablets, and it's high functioning concepts that we don't recognize are actually uh, happening under this the the surface Mm -hmm. because they're they they have to conceptualize this flat surface input takes my my finger input and i i know how to access sub menus i know how to access content i know Mm -hmm. how to search for what i want i know how to put a password in that's really high-end concepts that kids don't usually learn until like they're in adulthood yeah middle school or so or high school. I think those are things that are under evaluated right now and that are actually improving the intelligence of children. Definitely. Because you look at like a a, a a one-year-old or two-year-old and a lot of them already know somewhat how to operate a, an iPad. And then you give that to a senior citizen and they will never f- figure it out because their brain is not plastic enough anymore <laughs> to learn. <laughs> well, their brain has settled in the learning. Yeah. Right. So they're, they're in fact, some people reject it. Just like, I'm not going to learn it. But a kid is so open to learn. So if we keep building generationally, then imagine like the next generation of kids. Like what's what's, what's their right? iPad going to be? Mm. Um, so I think there's a there's a benefit there. Well, like the Oculus, like, like what you have. Yeah. So technology is going to keep shifting and they're going to have to keep adapting to learn. I think the negative aspect of that is what it does to their psychology. Mm. Right. Because... Also, too, the bad part of entertainment is it trains them on um, immediate gratification. And so someone did an evaluation of some of these kids shows. And so I think it's all about content. Yeah. But like there's certain um, YouTube channels are designed for children and they evaluated like a, a quality like Einstein's TV show. Whatever. I think it's like Child Einstein. Yeah. Yeah. Little Einsteins. Little Einsteins. Right. And they evaluated a YouTube animator. I, I forget the name of it, but it's something really common. Something like Coco Melon, I think. Yeah, Coco Melon. Which is super duper popular, right? Yeah. Um, and you look at the frame rate. 
right? And little Einsteins, they spend like every frame. So by frame, I mean like the the actual length of the scene before it shifts to a new image uh-huh. is like five to like maybe 10 or 20 seconds, which gives the child an opportunity to evaluate and make an assessment of what they're seeing and then comprehend it. Whereas in Coco Melon, it's straight. It's one to two second frames of constant shifting, changing, new scene, new scene. And so what psychologists are starting to, to pull out of this or researchers are saying is that um, they've honed in on this like component of our brain that wants things immediately. And yeah. we get we tire of it if it's too long. It's impatience. And with children, that's amplified, right? Children's impatience is not very long to begin mm-hmm. with. And so they get they see a, a show and they compare it. They're going to choose the one that fills that void faster. faster. And so the, that's why all these YouTube shows are going slower and slower. And it's fast-paced music. It's information overload. Wow. And so it's not that they're not learning something. Because you could be like a Coco Melon song about ABCs or, you know, help mommy and daddy in the kitchen. And... <laughs> They're like, oh, I learned something, but now after that, they can't be satisfied to sit in like a classroom anymore. Yeah, because they need it to hit their brains like every two seconds. Yeah, and they won't be able to have the time to comprehend what they learned in that in that little scene or what they watched. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. And we dismiss it's happening to adults too, though. That's what's happening yeah. with TikTok. Is um, next video, yeah. next video, next video, next one. It's all this, bro. Yeah. Up and down, side to side. Yeah, with everything. Wow. So, like, some people can't even engage in conversation anymore because they literally are ready, like, virtual or mentally, they want to swipe. I'm out. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I get that. I get like that with my wife, though. But yeah. then my wife's conversations are just like, I talk to her and she's great and I love her conversations. But I'm like, yeah. so what happens next? Yeah. Okay, what? Okay, keep going. Okay, like is it expounds to different things, but then it's just like, what's what's the main thing you're talking about? Yeah. Like, give me the <laughs> scoop. Hurry up and just tell me, because I can comprehend it. I can understand that what she's what she's wanting or what she want to you know ask or what she's talking about. But I guess I'm the same way too. But we're very. I guess we grow impatient. We're conditioned for it. Yeah, we didn't used to have that though. So like um, our parents and their parents. They had to learn how to um, deal with those things. And now we, we have a, a convenient excuse because we carry around a product in our pocket. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, even the conversations like they had, she has with her parents, like it's it's conversations, but they're just like dead space in, in between a lot of stuff. Like we spoke something and then we're, we stopped and then they're still on the phone like this and they're stopping. This is dead of silence. Yeah. And it's like. So, um, how's it going with the truck? You yeah. know, or like, is the truck running well? And then like, okay, the truck, this and this and this and this. Oh, that's great. Dead silence. Yeah. For like, like 10 seconds. So what do you have planned for next week? It was just like, I mean, I was like my, my chair. I'm just like, you know, <laughs> just tell her what you need. And then to my family, I mean, we're just different. Like, you know, me and my family are the same way on the phone, on the phone, bro. It's just like, get to A, B and C and that's it. You know, Hey, um, you know, even for Thanksgiving, like what time are we meeting at moms? We're meeting up there at one. Okay. Um, what do you need me to bring? Um, we're going to do sides. So can you bring, I mean, green bean casserole and mashed potatoes? Yeah, I'll do that. Sounds good. 
Uh, do you need anything else? Okay, no, we're good. Sounds good. Well, we'll meet you. We'll be there at one, and then we'll see you at mom's, um, and then we'll see all the kids there or whatever. Okay, sounds good. Well, give me a call if you need anything else. Okay, bye. Boom. That's it, bro. Yeah. It was like a minute conversation that was like, get yeah. to the point, and that's it, bro. I don't know. It was just like that conversation could have lasted maybe like five minutes <laughs> longer with my wife. Yeah. I love you, baby. Sorry. I'm not talking bad about you yeah. or your family. I love your family. <laughs> I love you, too. I love yeah. my kids. I totally get that, though. I mean, it, it's not pleasant for our brains, especially when you're very like, um, what's the term? You're very matter of fact, mm-hmm. right? I, and I, a lot of guys are like this. Like we we outline <laughs> a day, everything is like so. Like I always uh, analogize it to um, how men and women shop. So when I shop, I'm strategic, right? Especially when I go to the mall or even like Walmart. Before I even get to the store, I already know what I wanted to yep. buy, and I'm literally just going to go and get it and get out. Get out exactly. Whereas for uh, some women, and I'm not going to generalize too much because then people call me like sexist or whatever. No, but no, no. Uh, I think our brains just operate differently. Yeah, it's an it's a, it's an an event. It's an um, an adventure, and so they go in and it's like they're getting hit with new sensations. They're like, oh wow, look at this. They're doing calculations because now they're looking. Oh, well, look at the value of this and what I compare it with. And so it's like two hours or three hours, right? We're literally just taking like twenty minutes. Yeah, for me, I'm just like, I, I just need shoes. And I know what shoes I want. And like sometimes guys are so organized with that mentality. They're like, I only get Nikes. So you already eliminate like everything else. 70% of everything else you were you you would have looked at. Yeah. Right. Not evaluating like comfort, not evaluating like some Price. things, that, which women do. They're like, I, I want it to look a particular way, yeah. be comfort. Like guys are like, does it fit? You know, and does it not hurt too much? Yeah, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. As long as I got my shoes on. <laughs> um, but what's funny is you, you you'll know this is true when you ask a guy about where they got something. It's like a simple like, I need to go. So they're like, oh yeah, I got this at Lids. This hat at Lids. Like twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Cool. Yeah. I'll check them out. Sweet. But then you ask a woman where she got her outfit from. And it's a whole story. Oh, <laughs> girl. Yeah. Girl, I got this on sale yeah. <laughs> at this place. But then I got this purse. And I saw the purse that had matched with this dress. And I had to buy it. Yeah. But then I was like, no, my shoes. The shoes do not match with what I need. Yeah. And that's why they have like 40 freaking pairs of shoes yeah. in their closet, bro. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, I have a pair of black shoes. A pair of brown shoes, <laughs> some tennis shoes, and just boots, you know, for yeah. whatever. Dude, four pairs of shoes probably. Yeah. That's it. And some sandals, you know, because yeah. you want to feel comfortable. I don't even have bedtime slippers. You you probably have bed slippers, right, bro? I have like a little house slipper, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. house slippers. I use my sandals sometimes once in a while, yeah. but I mean, I'm just like, but yeah, dude, I'm like, yeah. black matches with everything, brown matches <laughs> with everything. I could just imagine y'all getting ready for church. And you're like, honey, what? Which one should I choose? You're just looking at two pairs of shoes, brown or black. <laughs> Do yeah. I wear the brown or black? And she has to evaluate like a hundred different shoe pairs. She's like, oh, I don't little know simpleton. You, yeah, yeah, go with brown. <laughs> God. She's like, what do you want to wear for for church tomorrow? I'm like, um, just give me a shirt and a tie that matches and a suit. Yeah, like I don't care. Like it's so easy for us. 
I ain't especially for church outfits. It's just a suit most of the time. Especially when it's like Christmas time or like, you know, you want to look really nice and Christmas. I'll wear the red tie. <laughs> oh, the red tie. Exactly. <laughs> you know the red tie. Well, there's like four red ties. I'm like, just pick one. You know, just yeah. like if it has, you know, Christmas trees on it, then that's fine. But whatever. You know, I don't have Christmas tree yeah. ties. That's weird. Yeah, you do. No, I know. That's Rudolph that's the Red-Nosed Reindeer. The only weird graphic tie I have is a, a drum set tie or it's like a drum tie. I forgot where I got it from. Know, only for special tie. occasions or what? <laughs> I mean, but the only reason why I haven't gotten rid of it or haven't donated it is because I like it. Yeah. I don't wear it, but I like it. You know, I'm like yeah, yeah. one day, one day in, in, in my life where probably when I'm like 80, uh-huh. I'm going to go to church and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wear this drum tie that yeah. I've had for 40 years, 50 plus years, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to wear it and I'm not going to get rid of it. Yeah. There's guys that are just out there. There's some guys that just like love to shop though. Yeah. And they're like, no, it's it's like, I don't roll that way though. (laughs) I don't know, dude. I'm like, if I can get a white shirt, a blue shirt, you know, give me some solids, you know, and and a tie, that's all I need, bro. Yeah. Come as you are. That's what he says. Mm. Preach it. No, bro. (laughs) Now I spend my time. I guess, I mean, I want to make sure that my, my wife looks, you know, good you know she feels comfortable in what she wears you know yeah i guess i can understand that you know no we we value things differently and like i said our brain functions differently well even as a husband and a you know for me as a husband as a as a dad you know i want to make sure my family is taken care of you know i really don't care about myself you know i'm just like the selfless dad yeah dude i'm like make make sure you get what you need you know if you need something okay well let me know what you need how much is it gonna cost okay let's do it if we have the money for it. If we don't have the money for it, I'm like, okay, can we wait till maybe next week or a couple of weeks? Yeah. yeah, okay, that's fine. You know, that that's actually a dad indulgence. That's how <laughs> how how men indulge for their families. Really? You get a you get you get a um uh, so like the same way um people might get a high off of like certain hobbies that they do. Yeah. I think in society men get a high from being able to provide. And so that's why, like, you have a lot of dads, especially from the prior generation, uh-huh. where they were totally interested in getting things, but not getting things for themselves. Selves. I am the same way, bro. I don't want anything for Christmas. I don't want anything for my birthday. If anything, I just want really just to spend time with you, you know, people. You know, yeah. That's all I want, dude. I don't want any gifts. If you want to hook it up with a gift, then that's cool. You know, that's I'm okay with it. But I'm not wanting a gift. Yeah. You know, I don't want anything. What do you need though? Yeah. Oh, you need something from HEB or from like Walmart or like Best Buy? Okay, cool. I'm gonna find that stuff for you yeah. because you need it, you know. And I'm I'm gonna be doing that for you, you know. But for me, I'm just like, don't even worry about it. Yeah. Like you want to take me out to eat, and I'm cool with that too. Yeah. Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, that's actually how you. That's 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 the best thing I can get. Like so, for my dad, he's the most difficult person to shop anything <laughs> for gifts, and it's 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 literally just food. Food's the best thing. <laughs> we and need that, it, bro. I think, I I think mean, that's most. But yeah, I, I, I'm down for that, bro. If that's the only thing you could think of for me as a gift, that's like the best thing. Because the thing is, what I told Laura, because I'm not a big gift receiver either. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. It's not a big deal for me. Uh, I don't like seek it out or really want it. Because now, as an adult, if there's something I want. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, very myself. Mat- I'm meticulous about it. I plan it out and I'll buy it myself. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I feel like I'm better at buying myself stuff than in anyone else's. So, and then there's not even a lot of things. So I'll, I'll like fawn over an, uh, a, 
an idea of something I want to buy for like a year and then I'll buy it and I'm like, I'm happy. Like what? Like, so for instance, this computer I'm using right now, I was evaluating it for like a whole year. <laughs> I wanted to buy a computer and I wanted to have certain specs and do certain things, certain form factor and a look. And I, I finally settled in on it. And Laura got so upset that I wouldn't like just buy it, there. Buy it then and there. She bought it for me as a gift. <laughs> but I was, but she knew enough of it because I'm also kind of annoying about like technical stuff. So yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a geek. I was like watching reviews, reading, and I'd always bring it up in conversation. Same way, bro. And then, and then she's like, you know what? I've heard you talk about it enough that I know you want it. You want it, yeah. And so, but I do that with everything else that I own. Like, I I know I want it, and I just get it. You know, if if it's within a, a reason or affordability, like like yeah, obviously I know I don't want a Lamborghini, but I'm not going to get that. Nor is anyone going to gift me a Lamborghini. I don't want a Lamborghini unless you, you know, kind. If you give me a Lamborghini, patrons. I'll probably just trade it in and like get the money and just like buy stuff from somebody else. Yeah, and then put the rest in the bank. That to me feels better. But there are men out there, obviously, that they prefer to. to I think more me is more my side that kind of like gets me satisfied is my entrepreneur stuff. Yeah. Investing, bro. I love to invest. Yeah. Investing, finding new things, finding, you know, things to put my hands on. Like, Oh, I want to see this grow. Like, you know, but like, I think I like that stock markets. I love the finance. I like the finances, you know, financial market, the stocks and you know, all that stuff. I think that's just the, the stuff I want to spend money on. Like, Financial guru. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with Tim Robbins. Oh, he's yeah. like a he's like a psychology kind of guy, right? He makes you feel good. Yeah. I think was it Tim Robbins or what's his name? I think I think the the, the tall dude. The right? tall dude with the yeah. big jaw. Yeah. I think of like um uh Grant Cordone and like Dan Locke. Yeah, like that. Those guys. Um I, I don't want I guess material stuff on like Do you know what it is? It's the um it's like a primal instinct in us to like what it manifested before modern society was like the hunt, mm. right? Like we had to hunt for our, our livelihood and there's a, there's a, there's an art to it, right? Like you can't just go out with like a, a you know, a club and just like start banging around, right? Like you have to, you have Strategize. to be in tune with your, your tools and like have strategy yeah, and build on yourself. And now that manifests today, and for those who are entrepreneurship minded, and that's what it is. It's a hunt for to it, meet it in goal. Yeah, like I want to see this manifest through these actions, and um, that's where the enjoyment is not actually even the end output, but the process of achieving that thing, because you're you you have the kind of mind that wants to piece together and find solutions, and there's it's a problem solving thing. I love it. I yeah. don't know why. It's cool, dude. I love. I love problem solving. It's like a type type A personality. It makes me feel good. Yeah, you want it. You want to. And then the end output is the the tribe gets fed. Yeah, and you feel satisfied. Yeah, even if you're not the one eating. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh yeah, that guy's smiling. Yeah, I did my duty. The 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 chief handing out the the morsels of meat. Yeah, yeah. That's that's where you want to be. Good meat. Good meat for <laughs> for all. <laughs> Giraffe meat. You get lamb neck. Yeah. <laughs> I give you lamb neck. Yeah. No, you get the neck. No, you get the neck. <laughs> I'm breaking the legs like the lucky yeah. wishbone. <laughs> you know what's crazy, bro? What? Living on the south side, 
<laughs> that is crazy, bro. <laughs> it is it is crazy. One, leave it in the south side. No, bro. we drove from Thanksgiving, and uh, we passed it. So we're we're not like in the country or anything. No, not anymore. We drove past an apartment complex, and just out on the curb for no reason at all was a sheep carcass, just dumped on like a sidewalk with a tarp over it. I was like. I didn't even believe it. No, no, no. I'm serious, bro. It's like sure it was a sheep. Like it wasn't like a bro. We drove back to double check. It's a legitimate, real sheep. That's crazy. Yeah, I see deer. I see dead deer all all, everywhere. Yeah, dead deer is normal. I mean, South Texas just like you know, there's deer everywhere. Exactly. That's what I was thinking too. It's probably a deer. It's probably maybe like a really big dog that accidentally (laughs) got hit. And it's like you pass like a dumpster and some buildings and then all of a sudden someone put a sheep out on there. Or maybe it was a dog just wrapped in a blanket. No, bro. (laughs) I should have took a picture of it, but I thought that'd be a weird picture in my gallery. It's just this dead sheep on the sidewalk. That's just weird. Like in a a busy street, right? Yeah. Like, you you know, um, Lasses Drive? Uh Uh-huh. Like literally, you could walk to it from the church. Okay. It's just so weird. I was like, why? On, what are we Southsiders doing over here? You'd bro? be surprised, dude. I mean, there's people that have like chickens in their backyard, you know, and they hate a whole eat rooster. Sheep. A whole bunch of sheep. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And then they didn't use it. It's just dead. It got it. It just got it. It just escaped and just made its way. I'm free. Like, <laughs> boom. Like, you know, they covered him. Poor thing. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Maybe it's an art thing. No, there's no art on the side of town. <laughs> There's like bullets flying <laughs> and, bar- kind of, yeah. and barbecue and barbecue. <laughs> and barbecue. That's all we got over here. <laughs> and Big Loose pizza. I don't like Big Loose. Okay, I like Big Loose. Big Loose is like- good. Just the pizza. Yeah, eat some pizza. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Actually, I genuinely think their pizza is good. It's it's novelty because it's big. Yeah. Um. So it's not like the best pizza. But I don't think it's terrible because there are like novelty foods. Um, I'm trying to think of like a novel restaurant. I'm a Grimaldi's guy though. Grimaldi's is good. I love Grimaldi's. I, I just like brick oven I cooked like, stuff. I just love brick oven pizza, bro. It just. I'm hungry now. That's what oh, I'm man. Brick oven pizza sounds beautiful. California Pizza Kitchen. Mm. Right? Right? No. That's what I'm saying. No, there's people that are like diehards for it, and I'm not impressed. When when you find pizza that you can find in your frozen section, but have you actually gone to the sit down restaurant once? And that's because I had like the the pasta. It was like a pasta with like peanuts and all that stuff. Yeah, but that was it. I didn't even eat pizza at the California pizza place. It was just okay. I don't like it. I, I, I didn't think, and I literally it too. I only just went once. I, yeah. I haven't ever like had an inclination to go back. I'm surprised people like that kind of stuff. But pe- but I'll tell people and it gets contentious. They're like, "No, dude, it's so good." I'm like, "It no. I can get it like in the frozen aisle." I think if you called it the Texas Pizza, Texas Pizza Company, then you'll probably No, I I think we're we're way more uh like picky. I yeah. think Texas eaters are like one of the pickiest eaters. I love it because we have the best stuff. Yeah, well, we we it's in our it's in our ethos. It's like we go big or Texas, everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah. And so if it does not taste good, you will be rejected. You will be rejected for life. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I only eat that place once. I, there's there's a, quite a few places I only eat once and I'm just like, mm, yeah. no. And they die. The, the, the companies just disappear. They just try to monetize a lot of it. I mean, just like chilies and I mean, 
TGI Fridays. Look at that. I mean, TGI Fridays is, is another one too. That yeah. I don't. I don't think they, there's any more Fridays here in, in San Antonio. There's like one I know of. Where? It's at um, right in front of Sam Ash at um, by gone. North Star Mall. It's gone. That was the only one I knew of. <laughs> yeah, that's gone already. Wow. By the Chick Fil A. Yeah, it's gone. It was not even that great. They were supposed to. I thought they were supposed to make like a an In and Out at that place, but um, even but that that's too small. You like In and Out? I'm surprised. I like In and Out in California. I don't like In and Out here in Texas. What's the difference? Man, there's a difference. I I was surprised by it too. I when I went to, we went me and my wife went to to uh, San Diego and then we went drove to Cal to Los Angeles. We had In and Out there, and it was delicious. The burger was good. It's just like Waterburger. I mean, you, you eat Waterburger here. You love Waterburger. Waterburger is great. Yeah. But if you're probably gonna go to Waterburger that's in a different state. It's gonna be like mm, you they know. don't have it anywhere else. They do. Nah. Yeah. Waterburgers outside of Texas. You know, it's now owned by this company that's in Chicago. Oh, that's right. I remember yeah. now. Yeah. They now like are expanding their locations to other states now. I think it's legitimately good where it could. It should. That's what they say about In and Out too. But I mean, they're like, well, no, In and Out's not good because it's in Texas, and the way it is, it's taste. It's different. It is different. It's weird. I, I like In and Out. I like In and Out. I mean, I like a good burger, but I mean, I want a good fat burger, like, but I want, you know, a nice tasting burger. They just do simple good. That's, that's, I think that's why I like like Chick-fil-A. Yeah. It's it's basically Chick-fil-A, but burgers. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because God's in it. Uh, Oh, they have their scripture in their, in their, maybe all God in, God in it restaurants are like doing well. Yeah. You know, Hollywood, uh, a <laughs> hard rock cafe. <laughs> Dude, you know, their you. CEO is a Christian. Really? No. Just, just. No, I was like, really? <laughs> no, hard rock cafe. He's <laughs> <laughs> got like Van Halen pictures <laughs> and like all these rock band places. Remember when we made our like Christian versions of rock and roll songs? What <laughs> like, was that? Remember like, I want to rock and roll with God. <laughs> And praise his holy name. <laughs> I remember that. Do we have to <laughs> edit that out? <laughs> no. I'm leaving it in. We're leaving it in. Yeah. I think it's good. That's okay. God, God's good with it. Yeah. He's like, you're praising me. Yeah. That's it. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's awesome, bro. No, I, yeah, I think, I don't know. I think stuff tastes different in different places. That's what it is. I mean, you can go to New York. I mean, New York has really good pizza, you know, but there's... <sighs> there's some places that just have really bad pizza. I mean, it's cheap pizza too, like Sbarro. Sbarro. Sbarro pizza. Sbarro pizza. People love that pizza sometimes, but people are just like. You know why though? It's an illusion because you're usually tired at the mall um, and you want pizza and it's the only That's the only thing option there. Yeah, and then, yeah. so it's so delicious. I want to just and, walk in front of all those restaurants and just eat the samples. Yeah. That they give out and I'm like, I'm done. There you go. Cool. Hit up Sam's or like um, Costco on a Sunday. Oh, yeah. Bro, you get a whole meal out of it. Sam's and Costco pizza, they're good. Yeah. I like their hot dogs, too. There's something weird about Sam's pizza that it's like better than any pizza ever. Were you the one that was telling me that they, that was it Sam's or Costco, that they didn't want to change their prices? Yeah. Because of that? Like because of their hot dogs and, and the prices and the cheese and the pizza and all that stuff? The CEO of Costco... Um, has like a mission to make sure that those stay the same price. Same price, right? And there's like apparently like this uh, internal story 
that someone um, tried to change the price of the hot dog and he like cussed him out. He got He's like, mad. you better not blank touch my hot dog prices or something like that or else. And so that's why the prices stay the same. <laughs> well, God bless that man. Yeah. Not for cussing, but for keeping the prices. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he needs to know the Lord. But. Yeah, but keep the prices. We'll keep shopping at your places. And uh, they have to keep, they have to keep the, uh, both between Sam's and Costco because they compete. They have to keep things low. Just yeah, because dude. that guy's decision. Their pizza's a bomb too. Bro, it it's better. It's probably my favorite pizza, which is weird to say because people are like, oh, you, you go to Sam's? I'm like, their pizza is phenomenal. Like, don't be mad because you don't have a membership. Yeah. You actually, you don't need a membership. Like, no. If you want the pizza or the, whatever from Costco or Sam's, you can just walk right in and say, hey, I'm just going to get some food and that's it. Someone actually told me that. It's kind of weird though because you do have to go through the, um, the little through gate. the entrance and the gate. show your card. Yeah, but you can tell them, I just want to go, and they'll let you. Yeah. That's actually kind of like a little life hack in case you ever wanted to for whatever reason. Drew, uh, Drew's what? Drew's life hack? Drew's point. Uh, Drew's tip of the day. Oh, tip of the day. Drew's tip of the day. Yeah, if you want to be a hobo, uh, walk into Sam's without a membership. <laughs> <laughs> and order a pizza and a hot dog. I, I want pizza, please, and just walk in. Was that Bill Cosby <laughs> ordering a pizza, pizza from Sam's? And some pudding. <laughs> pudding. <laughs> well, you don't have pudding. You have yogurt. I'll take it. <laughs> I can't do Bill Cosby. Yeah. Oh, man. That's crazy, bro. How long will we be on? Uh, how long are we on? Uh-huh. We're already at the two and a half mark. Two and a half mark? Dude, yeah. that's a lot. Yeah, I think we, I think we need to. That's good. That was a good, good, good show. Like Esparo Pizza, we need to come to an end. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is that even how you say it? Let's see Sabaro. Sabaro pizza. Sabaro. Yeah, it needs to come to an end. It just needs to die. I think everybody in the mall needs to die. Wow. Not, no, not everybody in the mall. Everybody. Everyone. Wow. <laughs> Besides Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A can stay there. They need to make like five Chick-fil-A's. On yeah. Or maybe just the whole upper stairs of North Star Mall. Food court food hits different. It doesn't? It does. That's true. There's a little Tokyo at North Star Mall. I think they're still there. It's possible. It hits different when you're in a in a school field trip. That too. But like when you go to like we went to like uh to like the downtown for like the IMAX to go watch the animal yes, stuff. Yes, yes. And you're like, oh, we're gonna go eat at the food court, and you're like, yes, I'm bringing like Chinese food and like they actually have a Dairy Queens inside too. Yeah, yeah. That's it, bro. Yeah, it does hit. Different. You know, yeah. It's it's the environment because if you were to take those out and make it like a standalone thing, it would be gross. Yeah, it would work. It wouldn't work out. But it's because you have to be there. Yeah, and then have done the stuff. You know, uh, you walk around in the mall for a little bit, and then boom, Charlie's um, Philly cheesesteaks. Philly cheesesteaks. Yeah, <laughs> we're good. That's it. We're done, bro. Okay. After this, we're just gonna go eat. Uh, you need papita, bro. Yeah, but anyways, um, yeah. So do we need to close it out? So podcast. You gotta follow it. Follow. If we do it on YouTube, we're gonna hit the subscribe button. Subscribe. Hit the bell. Icon. Icon. Have you been on YouTube? Or <laughs> I have. I'm just trying to be like one of those people that do. Uh, yeah, yeah. Choose any of the other videos that we have. No, we, we can't afford that yet, right? We can't afford that yet. <laughs> no, no. So we can't get the videos on here over here. Yeah. Just scroll down. And just look for the African Church podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna be selling merch soon. Yeah, yeah. We gotta get merch for the After Church podcast. So yeah, we want yeah. everybody to join. Please share and like our videos. Yes. We love it because we love to do this and we want to speak to everybody in the whole world. 
especially in the United States, but the whole world, mm-hmm. all the peeps, worldwide podcast, and just join us for after the after church podcast. Jude, Drew, finish it out, bro. Wrap it up. Yeah, man, he said it all. I mean, just uh, share and like, and we appreciate you listening, taking time, we made it all the way to the end. Comment, yeah, comment it, comment below. Let us know what we need to talk about. What, what, some ideas that you want to, you want us to hit. Some topics you want to hit, dude. I want we want to hear everybody out there. I want to talk about it, bro. Tell me. Talk about it, or let's give them something to, to talk, talk about. about. <laughs> oh, we can't yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> copyright. <laughs> copyright. Bro. Sorry about we that. Copy we still learn stuff. Some, some yeah. stuff on the way, bro. So actually, if you made it this far, comment. Let's give them something to talk about. No, just kidding. <laughs> Hashtag hot cheesy. Yeah, hot cheesy. Yeah. yeah then hot, we know hot cheesies. But anyways, thank you for joining us. And um, you guys are rock stars. We'll see you next time. Next episode, bro. Next episode. All righty. All right. Peace. Peace. Peace.